0: of this program listener discretion is advised
1: you know the
2: central finite curve is they built a wall around infinity. Separated all the infinite universes from all the infinite universes where he's the smartest man in the universe. Every version of us has spent every version of all of our lives in one infinite crib built around an infinite fing baby. And I'm leaving it. That's what makes me evil, being sick of him. If you've ever been sick of him, you've been evil too. There you go, kid. Now you're evil morty too. Sooner or later we all are. On this side of the curve.
3: Yeah. You would drink drink yourself? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you've been thinking about your mortality a lot lately or well, yeah i mean you turn 70 and uh, it's uh, you can't run from it ah fuck i was hoping you could <laughs> 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 you yeah. know where i differ from a lot of people when i really <laughs> really you're different from a lot of people <laughs> when i have my uh, funeral you know yeah and you know, most of these funerals, are oh, crying and sad and everything like that. And uh, uh, that's what I like, you know. I don't want, I've heard of other ones, let's have a party. Ah, ah. Whoa, whoa. No party. There'll be a lot of party days later. But right now, this is, the, I'm dead. I mean, you know, people should be talking, crying. Stay the
0: fuck at home. Your podcast won't fail. 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 It's just a coincidence
3: that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey, man, this is Kevin Smith. Guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at spotcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers, One Podcast.
0: This is podcasting.
3: You're listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit two one podcastnet Now, here's Chris Floe and Paul Pasquillo. Hello
4: and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. I'm Paul, apparently I'm not as beautiful just the way I am. <laughs> do I do I want to know why we're starting the podcast? Off with this? <laughs> no, but you know what it is? Everyone's like, "Oh, you got to you got to be yourself. You got to you know, if you if you want if you're looking for the love of your life, you have to be yourself, and you have to, uh, you know,
2: you got to find someone who loves you for you and shit. I've been like I haven't, I'm like like I haven't right? been looking. Told you that. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, way, I'm not by way, beautiful. By the way, everybody, welcome back. I'm sorry, it's my fault. Partially, yes,
4: it's it's it, it's pretty much Paul's fault. But we, I mean, oh, well, but, you yeah. kind of, but you kind of, but you, pretty much warned me like in the beginning of the summer. You're like, you know, I've got the kid coming in and stuff like that, and I'm gonna be busy. So I'm just happy to. Uh, mm. I'm just happy to record and once, and what a crazy, uh, two months it has been. Mm. Uh, I mean, even for the, even for the past, the past two weeks alone, uh, it's pretty much most of my <laughs> notes. Uh, so I, I, you know, and I've said this on the show before, I've been on furlough from work, uh, since last year, since last year, April. And right when, cause my daughter had, uh, my daughter's, uh, she was going to summer camp. She went to summer camp for a week, and then there was a there was issues, and it was a fucking it was, it's a long story, but she ended up not like not going to summer camp. Like she went for that one week, and then everything kind of got shut down. Uh, so she was with me all summer. <laughs> and you know to have a kid at home in the summer, and I'm not a social person. I don't want to go out every day. I don't have the funds to go out every day. You know to have a kid in the house driving you crazy in the summertime is it's one thing. So I'm like, all right, you know. I'll do with the summer, and as soon as the summer's over with, you know, I can actually, uh, start getting things in order, getting my life in order. Because, you know, you can't get shit done with the kid in the house. You know it, what I'm saying? You, you know, the, you can't, you know, like uh, someone mm-hmm. said, uh, trying to clean your house with a kid at home
2: is like trying to brush your teeth while chewing Oreos. Try, try doing, trying to, try to work mm-hmm. pretty much every single day almost, and, um, Your significant other works Monday through Friday, Mm -hmm. and then try to have a babysitter. And then when you're not working, you're the babysitter. So then it's just like, oh, yeah, Yeah, that's that's (laughs) So So as
4: soon the Sunday right before my daughter goes back to school, the bomb was dropped on everyone, or at least millions of people, and with me me and me myself being one of them, that unemployment is no longer covering. You know, if, if you were, if you lost your job because of COVID or if you're out of the job because of COVID, because fuck you. The, the, now it's funny because like the, the, the. Oh, the, wait.
2: I thought it was just the, the
4: 300 was gone. It was, it, for me, it was all, all unemployment period. Oh, really? Yeah. It, wow. So, okay. So, and it's funny because they go, you know, because usually unemployment goes by, you know, like six months to a year. And right. so, like, the, the the funny thing is, like, the, the message I got from the Department of Labor is, like, your year is up. Now, mind you, I've been on unemployment since fucking, <laughs> since fucking April. So, it's been way over a year. Um, So, uh you know, it's been way, way over a year. You know, it's almost, uh, what, what uh, 16, no, uh, 18 months or whatever, you know, or, you know, a year and a half I've pretty much been out of work. And uh, so, I reach out to my boss, and unfortunately, things are still slow. And why are things still slow? Because there's fucking idiots out there who still haven't gotten the fucking vaccine, and we have mm-hmm. the Delta, and we have the shit, you know. And my particular job, my clientele are older, are older people. That that's you know my you know my you know I you know the field that I work in, you know, I would say my the the average customer that I service is at least sixty five, and so. Ah, uh, with that, these people are either not leaving their houses or dying or whatever the case may mm. be. But since these fucking geniuses don't want to fat fucking vax or mask or whatever you know a combination of the both, uh, with all the fucking extra variants, you know, my boss basically is like, look, you know, I want, you know, I, I would love, I would love for me to tell you it's okay, you know, you come back to work now, but it's just the numbers just aren't where they're supposed to be, you know. Can you hold out for a little while longer? So I'm in a I'm gonna fucking, I'm <laughs> fucking backed into a corner. Uh, you know, I got, I got a couple bucks that can like, I got, like a last another month. But I've been starting to, uh, you know, now you have to look into, uh, you know, other avenues of revenue. Um, I sold some plasma the other day. You sold some <laughs> plasma. I went to the, I went to the, 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 uh, you know, the place where you donate, uh, you, you donate plasma. And see and and I and I learned a lot cuz you you learned that when you donate plasma I mean yes you're donating plasma and not people always equate it with donating blood. And when I say donate actually that's not a right word. I sold plasma because you donate blood. <laughs> you know, you donate blood like you know when your job when your job has like a blood drive or whatever. So
2: wait wait wait. So how does one how much does one get for plasma? Well, this okay,
4: uh <coughs> I mean, I guess, I guess, fuck it. I'll just sell the numbers because I guess you can look it up. Your first three times are a hundred dollars a pop. Mm-hmm. Then, for some weird reason, the fourth and fifth time are fifty bucks, and then the sixth and seventh time is is uh, back to a hundred. That's weird. And you can't give two days in a row, and you can't you know if if you've given two days even or like if you came in on monday and then uh came in on wednesday you have to give it another you have to give it a week from that monday like you, you you know within 7 days you can only give twice and you can't come two days in a row so uh you know and only another thing that sucks is that you know and i guess i you know i'll just put it out there is that like the money the quote unquote money that they give you doesn't it's not cash it's a fucking debit card and it's Ugh. one of those fucking janky Fucking bullshit debit cards that you know it's it's totally a fucking scam and and you know you know yeah. if you if you go to an ATM and like try to look up your fucking you know your your if you try to look up your 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 balance on an ATM they charge you like sixty cents and if you know if you oh. if it's inactive for three months they charge you like three dollars and you know it's such a fucking janky fucking scam but you know you go and, and uh, even like the lady the lady there would tell me said, you know what most people do they you know they go to the dollar store you know, uh, you know, buy something for a dollar, then get the cash back and get your fucking cash right then and there. So that, you know, that's an option. I, I, you know, right, as, like I said, as of right now, I'm not like, I'm not dying for cash. So, you know, like, you know, I'm kind of just putting that out to the side and, uh, signed up for Uber, signed up for Lyft. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I figured that's where it was going to go. Okay. You know, I, I bought a car, you know, I bought a car yeah. a couple months ago. So and it's a newish car, newer car. So, uh, you know, I can I can mm-hmm. afford to probably put. Um. I mean, Chris, you could always do like what I did and have like three jobs at one point. Yeah. Well, that's the whole thing is we'll see. But see, I don't have anybody to take care of my daughter. You know, that's the, true. The, you know, I get her on the bus to school. And <clears> then <throat> by the time because because, you know, I, I've told my situation to a couple of people like, oh, just get a job. And I'm like, okay, if I, if I put my daughter on the bus, and let's just say by the time, you know, my daughter's on the bus and I drive to wherever, you know, anywhere in Rock, you get to anywhere in Rochester in 45 minutes, I would have a job. I, okay. I could be at anywhere in Rochester by eight o'clock in the morning. You know, seven thirty is kind of pushing it, but say eight o'clock in the morning. And then, uh, my daughter gets home from school around two thirty. So I would have to leave my job at two. And you know, some jobs don't guarantee that you're getting out at your so, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, very, yeah. f- very few jobs have that, oh, two, you're getting out exactly at two because I gotta be home to pick up my daughter. You know, her mother's gone. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't have that kind of network of people, uh, for them to, you know, you know, when I grew up, you know, I was lucky enough to go up across the street from my grandmother's house. So, like, my grandmother used to pick up me and my brother from the bus stop and shit like that. So, I have no fucking real network i have people that i'm cool with and people that you know people that will you know i have people that will occasionally babysit my daughter while i go you know if i had shit i got I had to do i you know but
2: not a uh a daily uh um dude i need to hook you up with my babysitter
4: <laughs> yeah not a daily um what's the word i'm looking for that's the whole thing but if i'm gonna pay someone to watch my kid i might as well fucking be home and watch my kid
2: <laughs> That's true no, no no that's true and that that's the thing like you you need to make money in order to pay a babysitter so it's like
4: yeah, so, so, you know, I have, you know, I have no network up here. I really don't. Like I said, I have, I mean, this, like, and I'm not to, not to shit on the people who've helped me in the past up here, you know, but like I said, this is, these are the people that you could occasionally ask, you know, hey, could you watch Raven so I can, you know, go, you know, so, you know, whatever, I can go, go to the movies or whatever the case may be, you know, people who watch her occasionally, not, not a daily obligation. And so, um, you know, so I, so that, there's, so there's that. So, you know, I signed up for Uber, signed up for Lyft. Um, so, you know, and hopefully I, I'll be back to full work, you know. And my boss said, oh, you know, maybe December, maybe by New Year's or whatever. I mean, everything's still up in the air. But, you know, this fucking, because these geniuses won't fucking ma- mask up and vax, uh, you know, kind of, you know, yeah. puts me in a fucking position. Um, All right. So, <laughs> well, here, okay, here's the funny thing. And I know this is, it's gonna to totally contradict what I just said or, or whatever the case may be. And people are gonna be like, Chris, if you're fucking in dire straits, why are you doing this? Uh, okay, near Comic Con is around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, you know, we've discussed in the past episode last, uh, you know, we were denied because, you know, I guess they were expecting lower numbers this year. There was a big deal where, like, you do have to show proof of vaccination uh going into place and so i guess maybe that scared off a lot of people because uh now there's been like a whole resurgence of people buying tickets now mind you i bought my tickets well before i knew my unemployment rent was running out <laughs> so uh you know i'm sort of like i'm sort of i mean yes i could technically you know throw the tickets back up online and see if i could scalp them and 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 when i say scalp them they like the the people who run these the people who run this Reed Pop they are so smart like they created like a um, a legal version of scalping like you could sell your tickets back to them you know and 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 it's funny because like they know people are gonna scalp these tickets so they're like oh, if you scalp them illegally we're gonna fucking you know you'll be banned for you know a hundred years but you know if you scalp them through us <laughs> you know they they have like a they have their own outside company so uh, you know and the whole thing is that you know. I deprive myself of so much shit every, all day, every day, all year long, that I think I, you know, if I indulge and I go to fucking Comic-Con for, for you know, four days out of the year, that's my vacation. You know, I, when was the last time I, you know, okay, I, I, it, I took my daughter to Texas last year and I was on a plane all day, <laughs> you know, but that was so my daughter could go to Texas. I didn't, uh, you know, I'm not a, I, I don't go on vacation. I don't have any kind of breaks. I have no, you know, so... Fuck it, I'm (laughs) I'm going to Comic Con, and uh, you know, unless something really fucking bad happens, I plan on going to Comic Con, and and, you know, I'll also, you know, if I could go every, you know, every twice a week until then, I'll go twice a week and get collect what I can, and like I said, I have money for next month, you know, and so, you know, I'll do, I'll do Uber, you know, as soon as my daughter gets on the school bus, boom, you know, hop in the car, you know, I used to live down by the airport. And, you know, the airports were a lot of Uber, you know, the Ubers, you know, whatever. That's why when I lived down by the airport, uh, whenever I needed an Uber, you know, I got an Uber like in fucking two minutes because they were all right by my house or Ed Lyft or at DoorDash and all that other shit. So, um, but just letting you know, I know because technically we don't have a press pass. We don't have press passes. But I did today. They had like, um, it's not guaranteed, but is to sign up early for certain panels, you know, they kinda of offer, you know, like a pre reg free pre something for for to get on panel so uh, so uh, to keep it on brand, uh, you know, for for you know since the press passes were free all these other years. And that's another thing, is like I you know, we've been going on their dime every year for the past five years or six yeah, months, so screw
2: them. They they need to they <laughs> they they need to give us free. I'm working on it. I'm yeah. working on it. But eventually.
4: uh but uh so so I, I did sign up for a Funimation panel, a Dragon Ball Super Panel. My Hero Academia panel and a Demon Slayer panel. So at Mm. least, you know, I can, I can, I can try to represent for, I'm just saying, since Tsunami's been, Tsunami Faithful has been so good for me for the past couple of years, you know, I will try to, even if it's in a civilian capacity, uh, try to make it to those, uh, try to make it to those. And like I said, I did, I did the pre-registrations.
2: I know, I have to, I have to double check the two panels that I want you to go to, but if they're, run by who I think you're who who I think they're run by uh, no press pass is needed trust me yeah yeah so
4: uh, so yeah so there's so there's that um oh and another thing I've gotten into and I've kind of like uh I've messed around a little bit and I made a couple dollars and when I'm once again when I say made a couple dollars I mean literally like a couple of dollars um, a friend of mine mentioned getting into options trading like day trading online and shit like that. And, uh, I've, I've actually made a few bucks in the past week. I mean, once again, <laughs> when I say a few bucks, because options trading really is one of those deals where, you know, you need money to make money. It takes money to make money. I can't make, you know, it's like almost like, I mean, yes, is it like going to the casino? Absolutely. But, you know, you can't win big unless you bet big. You know am saying? If you bet, you know, if you bet $10, you know, all you're going to do is make $2. But if you had a hundred, if you had a thousand, then that's I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you to be like, oh, this is a sure thing, Paul. You should do this. And then all of a sudden, I like lose like a bunch of money. No, I'm still, this is, uh, this is still very, 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 very new to me. And the only thing that sucks is, okay, and once again, you know, my daughter's been in school for about two, or three weeks now. And I, I had money in Hood because, you know, the Dogecoin was sort of, uh, you know, that was, there was, everyone was, was going crazy over Dogecoin, which Dogecoin, uh, Dogecoin has pretty much, it's lost money, uh, in the yeah. past couple months. And, and, and don't be wrong, I still have, I still have something invested in Dogecoin, but you know, right now it's like you know. And I had a couple bucks, and I, you know, I was, I was investing. Actually, all every, not for nothing. Like everything I invested in, I made money on. But once again, we're talking fucking. You know, I I could go out for a nice meal and kill. <laughs> if I went up for a nice meal, I could kill all my profits right now. Um, so I'm not surprised. So you know, I'm I'm trying to switch everything over from Robinhood to another site because Robinhood. It does options trading, but you know, once again, Robinhood's like for beginners, and so uh, you know, and I've and I've spoken, and actually, I've spoken to a, an old friend of mine who does options trading. He kind of gave me a couple of good strategies. Um, you know, my boss's partners, and stuff like that. They, you know, I'm going to see if I could talk to them, and you know, because for the time being, shit, if I can't work, the least you can do is give me a fucking couple, because <laughs> you know, these you know, the guys with real money, you know, they 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 work the the stock market. So, um, you know, and 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 and. It It's an incredible world and there's a million fucking videos on YouTube to learn about it. But the fucking guys who talk about it are the most boring, like guys that are really into making money, like we're like, that's their fucking thing, you know. They're boring as fuck. There's not one fucking person that, there's not an ounce of fucking charisma. And, you know, fine, you're a millionaire, but you, you need to be a millionaire because you have to pay people to be your fucking friends. Because, <laughs> because, you know, I watch these videos and like, you know, and you try to watch, oh, should I say, you try to watch them and your fucking eyes start fucking, your eyelids start getting heavy. Uh, oh, yeah. When you watch these, these,
2: mm-hmm. uh.
4: These. And once again, these guys are brilliant and they're, they're explaining everything clearly and I'm taking notes explaining. and like that. They're explaining, explaining everything. They're explaining everything. Um, uh, but yeah, but so, between <laughs> selling plasma, options trading, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, uh, uh, Grubhub, uh, <laughs> I'll eat. I'll I'll eek a living until until things get back to normal. It's just you know, if, if we get these geniuses to start vaxxing, and and or or at least die off already, so the rest of us can. Fly. Um, because I've been getting like, uh, and it kills me because I actually like Joe Rogan. You know, like, I, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. I mean, I, I don't listen to everyone because, like, he interviews some fucking boring ass people too. But, you know, he's a curious guy. And I gotta give him that. At least, you know, he puts on, the only thing that, what, what I don't understand is that he'll talk to someone like Alex Jones or he'll talk to someone like, uh, Milo Yiannopoulos or whatever the case may be. And, you know, these people that, you know, or, or, um, Gavin McGinnis, like, the guy that fucking that like, leader of the Proud Boys and shit. And he'll talk to these guys. Now I understand his point of view. He's saying, "Let's let let's let everybody talk. Let, I, let's talk. Let's get to talk to everybody on both sides of the story, so we can we can." Now, mind you, he tends to fucking go more towards the crazy right. You know, the the, the you know his guests tend to be a little more radical and tend to be a little more right leaning. But I get his you know his 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 mentality is: let's give everyone a fucking venue to talk on. But it's sort of like you know what he doesn't understand is that a guy with his fucking power, you're sort of legitimizing. You know when you bring on a fucking psycho like Alex Jones on your fucking show and you know believes the fucking waters turning, you know the fluoride and water is turning frogs gay or whatever the case may be. You know, you know you're legitimizing it if you're letting if yeah. you're giving him a soapbox to talk on. There's a million, there's a bunch of people who who also have open minds. And, and you're like, oh, well, if Joe Rogan likes him, then I'll like him. No, Joe Rogan's looking for content. Joe Rogan's looking for another create, cause crazy people provide great fucking content, and, and he'll talk to them all fucking day. And the one thing, you know, Joe Rogan, like, if you ever listen to the fucking podcast, like, the, some people make the most ridiculous fucking claims in the world, and he doesn't challenge. It's so weird. And I know that, and that's a weird, that's a, it's almost a, it's a great interviewing tactic because it kind of, you let the person kind of go crazy and say what they got to say. But it's sort of like he doesn't push back. You know, someone will say, you know, fucking, you know, the the, the alien reptiles run the government. And, you know, and he goes, Oh, okay. And more, what more? So so they're like in the White House? You know, like, you know, a a normal, average, fucking right-minded person would have said, you know, get the fuck out of you, fucking psycho. But he kind of like he runs with it, and once again, yes, it serves for a great interview. But you know he has such influence that you know the dude bros that listen to him sort of like oh well if Joe Rogan likes it, you know then then it can't be, you know. And I try to listen with a fucking with a with a ear with a cynical ear, and you know I don't people don't listen to him with that cynical ear. They listen to him like the like his guests are gospel, and like you know the whole thing recently is that you know he caught COVID and 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 he took the ivermectin because that was you know the which and and okay so he took prescribed ivermectin yes it's a it's a it's a, it's a thing that doctors can't prescribe people it just so happens also ivermectin is is prescribed given to horses you know in a different dose uh for a horse dewormer but you know like he sort of like he wants to challenge this and he's like oh yeah you know i took the ivermectin and i took he, he does these um uh like iv drips Like, they take the IV drip and, you know, and it's every fucking vitamin known to mankind and he puts, and he, and that's the whole thing is that, you know, he talks to his audience and like, people don't have the healthcare. That he has, and people don't have the resources that he has. You know, Spotify gave him a billion dollars or whatever for him to to relocate his studio and have ex- have his shit exclusively on Spotify. He can afford all these wacky fucking doctors and doing all the, and go. Oh yeah, I caught COVID and I was you know I was better in a week. I, I done you know I was like maybe that first day I was on my ass and I I took you know eight million milligrams of vitamin C and I feel better now and I had an IV drip. And I was like, dude, you know one. You know, you're young. I mean, he's relatively young. He's healthy. You know, he talks about his exercise and his fucking mixed martial arts training and his, you know, greasy jujitsu and all the other shit that he does. But, you know, he takes care of himself and he's young and he's healthy. And yeah, you know, COVID's not going to hit you the way it's going to hit, you know, some, you know, 80 year old woman. Or someone who's overweight, someone with heart disease. And, you know, then I guess, you know, a real alpha male asshole probably, say, well, you know, if you're, if you're 400 pounds. Maybe you shouldn't be alive. Maybe you should. The same way I'm sort of like, hey, if you're anti-vaxx and you get COVID and you die, ha, ha, ha. So, I mean, someone on, someone on the flip side would say, hey, Chris, you're a fat fuck. If you catch COVID, you should die. Cause, you know, you shouldn't, if you weren't fucking 380 fucking pounds, you know, <laughs> the COVID, you know, and took care of yourself, maybe, uh, you wouldn't be fucking, you wouldn't have died of COVID or anything like that. So, um, you know it just once again he's sending he's sending the wrong message to you know and he's very influential you know shit i i don't like him and i still listen to him you know and and you know and i say don't like him as you know i, I don't think he he as as much as an as open thinker and free thinker as he is you know he, you know part of being a free thinker is also pushing back and just letting anyone say anything they want on your fucking podcast you know that's that's You know, I know some people are libertarian, but now you're getting a little too fucking libertarian. (laughs) You can't, you know, that's, you know, the next lines are like, you know, not, you know, he's like, oh, you know, people think uh, they just want free speech and, 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 and right to bear arms. And okay, that's all fine and good. But you know, then they're like, oh, yeah. And then how about, you know? we start fucking kids, you know, that's going to be the next line, you know, <laughs> you know, I should, you know, a, per- a person should be able to, you know, I shouldn't have to wait till 18 to have sex with somebody, you know, that's, that's like, that's where that's, you know, I hate other people say it's a slippery slope, but that's where, you know, that's where the next line goes after you say, like, hey, free speech and, and guns, no, dude, we've got to regulate a little shit, you know what I'm saying, I'm all for freedom, but, you, you know, too much freedom is going to fucking, it's going to turn around and bite you in the ass, so, uh, let me see, what else? Oh, okay. New chapter in the crazy neighbor saga. Oh Jesus! <laughs> and it's and it's. I guess I mean it's not whatever. I guess it's. Um, so you know. My, and remind you, I haven't seen I haven't seen my crazy neighbor since about early June. Um. So I guess my landlord finally sent guys to like clean out the apartment. And it's. I mean, dude. I mean, it, literally, the guys have been there. This, the guys have been there every day for the past week. Just throwing out shit, fixing shit, you know. Saying this woman lived like a fucking animal. So like, part of me is like, you know, like, yeah, you know. The, the, yeah, the, you know and, and this was a woman who had kids in the house, and and or
2: maybe she did just damage it on purpose.
4: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but they're, but they're just like the shit that they were throwing out, just so much garbage and shit like that. And it's like, you know, and 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 look, this is coming from a fucking bachelor. I mean, I know, I know my house. You know, you can't exactly eat off my floors either. But you know, here's a woman I was raising fucking kids and had other people in the house and shit like that. And uh, you know, and because I was, I talked to the guys real quick. I was like, "Oh, you guys, are, you know," and, and they're like, "Yeah." And he goes, yes, "I said, is. is it fucking nasty in there?" And they're like, uh, "Yep, yep." <laughs> More power to you guys. You know, where they had to, they had to wear their masks and shit like that. Um, so you know, I I I don't know. I didn't like, but someone else did move into the other apartment. And I mean, they're generally alright, but they, once again, they had one of their guests park in the fucking driveway. And I had to deal with that shit. I'm like, Jesus Christ. If, you know, what is it with fucking people that like, you know, that, that just think you could just park in a fucking, like, so once again, it wasn't my neighbor, but it was their guest. And obviously, it's not like you're going to look out the window and see where, like, if you have a guest coming over to your apartment, it's not like, you know, oh, where did you park? But you know, why do I have to fucking go and knock on my neighbor's door to have them have their guest? Like, is, is your guest not, is your, is your guest that much fucking hard headed that, you know, they're just gonna park in a fucking driveway? You know, so. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, they have to fucking like start slashing tires or something like that. Like, you know, it shouldn't have to be that way. So, you, you lose one crazy fucking neighbor and I, I think I gained another one, but, you know, at least, you know, it's, it's, it's their guest that was parking in a driveway, not them. Ah, uh, let me see, okay. Um.
2: Chris, you're talking all about yourself. This is, you know. <laughs>
4: Alright, so let, what do you want to talk about? Let's, uh, you want to talk about AEW? You want to talk about abortion in Texas? You want to talk oh, about 9 11 anniversary? Or, or, or what do you want to talk about? I'm sorry, I've been, I've been dominating the mic. I'm sorry, what do you, if let's. You
2: have, why do you like to dominate me? That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So you've been,
4: you've been, you've been going through a little bit of a roller coaster yourself. I mean, uh, other than my, uh, trials and tribulations.
2: Yeah, I mean. They, not
4: all bad, but just, just, just changes.
2: I mean. To be honest with you, like, obviously there are things that I want to talk about that, you know, I just... For right now, I have to put on hold before I talk about it on a podcast, just because reasons. <laughs> um, but I will talk about one of the three jobs that I've had. Um, and no, I didn't get... I didn't, you know, nothing bad happened, I actually... Um, so, I'm not going to talk about where I'm working currently, but... Um, so I was I was leaving. So I, I was working at Planet Fitness, and um, <laughs> you know, it, it amazes me. It, it's just now that I'm working at a different places. Now that I've been working at different places, it just re-, re you know just reinforces the corporate bullshit that I have to deal with. Because uh-huh. and, and you know what, I, I, I'm gonna actually you know what? let me backtrack on that because I don't think it's the corporate bullshit. I think it's. Because Planet Fitness is a franchise, uh-huh. so um, obviously people—it's it, kind of like McDonald's. Some guy will own like a bunch of Planet Fitnesses in the area.
4: Uh-huh.
2: You know, ninety percent of the Planet Fitnesses that are in Rochester are owned by this one franchise that I franchise that I was working for. Uh-huh.
4: Um,
2: so basically, so and it's funny because I believe the the post is still there. Um, so I, I was, I, I applied for assistant manager. Hmm. It was, um, it was $15 an hour. And this is all, this is all public on there. So me saying this isn't like, if I, if you looked it up, you would see what I'm talking about. So that's why I'm saying it. Um, it was supposed to be 40 hours. I was work I would be working three to 11 every day. And then um, what was it? Uh, and then on Saturday it would be like nine to five, which was hmm. great because it worked great with my other job and, you know, I would have Friday and Sunday off from it. Great, mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, so I nailed the first interview, and there was only. And normally there would only be one interview, but the GM wasn't there that day. So um, I uh, thirty minutes before I go to to interview with the actual GM, he calls me up and he goes, "Look, I just found out about thirty minutes to an hour ago that I have, and I actually have an assistant manager coming." Okay. He's like, but I need, we're going to need somebody at a different planet fitness. Would you be okay going there? I was like, all right. And you know, I went and I talked to the GM there. It wasn't more than a 10, 15 minute conversation. He was just like, you know, I trusted other GM that interviewed you. You're good. We'll just, we'll hire you. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. Great. This is, you know, I guess I'm really good at interviews. Uh, <laughs> so he calls me and he's like, listen, you got you to gotta apply for this position, which was a different position, so I can run your background check. And then, you know, if you'll be the assistant manager. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I did that, <clears throat> you know, came back a week later, whatever. And I'm only making like $13 now. Oh, fuck And then he's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, are you okay with 32 hours? Okay, I guess I'll be fine with that for now, but. I don't want it to be like, if this is a permanent thing, I don't want to, um, I don't want to make this, you know, this, I'm not going to be saying. So after a couple weeks, I found out some information that they had done something like this to other people. And by the way, when I was filling out my paperwork, he told me just to sign the the pay sheet and didn't put down what my wage was. And that's and I found out it was 13 later mm. and I'm just like, okay, all right. So, you know, I was just sitting here. I'm like, i got to find something different because I can't just work $13 an hour. That's not going to happen here. Yeah. And, you know, mind you, my other job is paying me a lot better. Um, But it was – I'm just sitting there going, yeah. So, like, the other job that I'm currently at now that's full-time, you know, I called him up. I called him up and was like, listen, you know, I want to be, you know – I applied for the for the, you know the system store manager essentially, it's called something else but that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, I want you know, and I'm not going to say how much I'm making or whatever. But then, then the district manager calls me up a couple of days later. He's like, yeah, you know, he's like, this is how much you're making. You, uh you can you know, we'll start training you this week. So for a couple of weeks, I was actually working three jobs. But mind you, I was only at this job that I now have this full time like four hours a day for like two days a week. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: So, um, and they paid me what I was supposed to be making as an, as a store, as an assistant store manager. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yeah, I got to go guys. Like, uh, I'm going to put my two weeks in. I'll work my two weeks out, but I got to go. And here's the thing, Chris, like planet fitness isn't a hard job. And I, and I, I liked everybody that I worked with. Mm -hmm. Um, but it it just, it, it was just very shady. Like, you know, like, how do you, like, you can't just go and promise somebody this and then be like, oh, by the way, you're doing this for now. And on top of that, and you'll love this one, so I was supposed to replace somebody that's on FMLA. Okay. And she, when she would come back, was coming back, they were actually going to try to get her to go down to a lower position in the morning because because she, she had a kid. And... I yeah, so you, you get where <laughs> I'm fucking going. Fucking
4: nightmare shit. Yeah, go on.
2: Yeah, and I'm like, I don't, I don't even really want to be a part of this because if she can, if she throws a sink about this, then I'm involved with it, and then I got to be a part of this and be like, yeah, they told me I was going to be assistant manager, and they're not even paying me, right? You know, like so, I was just like, you know what, I'm making more at this new job. I'm just going to go there. I'm done. So, I, yeah, on top of every, on top of what happened to me, that happened, and I'm just like. Okay, <laughs> like, like,
4: and the whole thing is like you know, and then you know, you hear about like I don't want to say the scams, but there's you know, there's always that like you know they sell people like they oversell people on you know you know signing up for a year and trying you know like they, I know you know I know they push those numbers and stuff like that like uh, no
2: no no I mean it's it wasn't that wasn't bad like that I mean being working there I understood what they were doing and it wasn't like there wasn't any real scams like. Honestly, if you, if you were paying attention and you got it at the right time, mm-hmm. you could get like the black card membership. I'm selling this right now. Literally on a podcast. <laughs> Anyways, so you can literally get a black card for the price of it, which is like just like 22, 23 bucks a, a month. And then you could get, if it's the right promotion that month, it's a no commitment where like, if you want to give it up at any time you can and you won't get charged a fee. Gotcha. So it's, I mean, you just got to like pay attention because if you pay attention, you'll see, you know what I mean? Like you'll, you'll find something good that's coming of it. And I think, you know, I think that part wasn't like bad. It was just, and by the way, like all I was really doing was cleaning and checking people in. Like, Mm. so it's, it's not a hard job, but at the same time, if you're not going to pay People the right way, and you are going to do some shady shit like that. I am not. I am not really going to stick around.
4: Yeah, yeah, you are not going to keep people. Yeah, you are know, going to lose people. You are going to have a lot of turno- turnover, turnover, shit that like plate, that.
2: that. that Planet Fitness, in particular, has a lot of turnover because yeah. I mean they're paying other people. They're basically paying everybody minimum wage, and you know, and mind you, twelve fifty in our state is a lot more than the seven fifty minimum wage in southern states. But you know, you you look at that and then you look at like you go to a fast food restaurant and start out at 15 or go to like Aldi's work as a cashier and be at 16, 17. Hell, the, the subway down in the same plaza that I was working at was paying $17 an hour. I'm like, Holy <laughs> fuck. I'll go make fucking subs. For 17 <laughs> <minutes an hour." laughs>
4: like, well, that's the funny thing is, is like the one planet fitness I see all the time. And it's cause I'm a fat fuck. It's like, it's in Rochester, it's in Irondequoit. And it's like, you have, there's a, across the street, there's like a, a uh, the, uh, the, KFC, uh, Applebee's, a Taco yep. Bell, a McDonald's, uh, IHOP, uh, it's like, that's gotta be the worst fucking plan of fitness, like, you know, if you're trying to lose weight or whatever. And you know, and, and, you know, we've gotten used to, and especially now with the fucking pandemic, we've gotten used to, like, uh, you know, everything being a drive-in drive through, you know you're getting everything on drive through. no one's no one's going into fucking restaurants anymore i mean at least you know for the past year only recently did they, they start uh, getting a little more relaxed but it's like imagine you get out of that fucking you get out of that particular planet fitness <laughs> you got gonna drive by kfc applebee's taco bell yep. mcdonald's ihop <laughs>
2: yeah, so. yeah it's, it's terrible dude it's, i just it's... laugh
4: every time i drive every time i start see it because i'm like these motherfuckers like you know like and 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 it's not like um you know like because I, I, it was something before it was a planet fitness but it was still a it was still a, a like a fitness place but it's like you would think like i don't know well, i guess i don't know I, I, I just i think i find it fucking hilarious that you, know, you get out and even like i think there's another planet fitness on down on ridge road you know it's kind of like right off where like the 390 and this all the people give a shit about rochester you know and but it's like right behind the fucking um uh, you know, um, uh, Chipotle, <laughs> like everything yep. else. Everything else in the plaza is a place that sells food, and then you get out of. You know, and sometimes you know if you're tired, you get in the car, and you kind of gotten, like, you gotten spoiled by getting food under drive in drive through. I mean, you know, so you're sort of like uh you know I, I want to grab something, but there's nothing around you that's you know well, you know. And,
2: and that's that's what the funny part is. Is it's like it's the same thing with like that. um I think it's Rochester Regional. It used to be a Tops. But Mm -hmm. Tops actually Rochester Regional bought the old Tops store, converted Mm -hmm. it into like a doctor's office. And then all of a sudden, like now in front of it, you have the Starbucks and the Chipotle. And it's just like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) like you walk right out and you're like, you know what? I want some Starbucks. Oh, you know what? I want some Chipotle.
4: (laughs) So, And even, well, the the, the Rochester General, but the the Rite Aid I used to work at. Yeah. That that was on right there. That was on Ridge. uh, I don't even
2: think there's anything in there.
4: No, but they, they gutted, they gutted the building. They kept the, uh, they, they're building it now, but they kept the steel beams and oh, they're gonna, okay. and they're gonna make it. But it's, you know, but it's, you know, the, the, it's funny how, like, cause I watched, you know, I drive by it like, on occasion and, uh, you know, see them how they, you know, and it was, it was sitting there dormant for a while, but that was, I worked at that Rite Aid until it closed and on purpose because they knew it was bought by Rockchester General. And that's, I'll see them slowly gut it, slowly gut it. Now it's like a big, it's just a big box of, of steel girders and then they're just gonna put the new, hospital or whatever it is in in that place
2: probably urgent care i would i would take a guess but yeah. you know it, it's really funny because that corner's just as bad because it's, what it's got like a dunkin donuts it did have a brugers i don't know if that's still there yeah. and then i think that brugers gone. but um and then there's um uh, there's gonna be a Chick-fil-A there, and there's a Wendy's there. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. And then down the, down the road, there's a, um, um, oh god, what is it? Uh, there's a Popeyes there, yeah. and then there's a, oh, what is that? It's like a, you, you can drive up, and they'll bring your food out, like you can order at stuff, but it's not a drive-thru. I can't think of what it's called. Um. Curbside? No, 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 no. <laughs> it, it's, so, what, what is that, what is that fast food restaurant that, it has a drive-through, but then it also has those side.
4: Oh, Sonic. Sonic! Sonic, yeah. There's a Sonic thinking. right there, yeah. So, yeah, so there's just... plenty of places. That's, like, that's why you know. I, that's why I put on. You know, when I moved to Rochester, fucking eleven years ago, I was fucking 180 pounds, and now I'm about fucking. Three, I put on 200 pounds because there's just so much fucking food all over the place, and and especially in the, in the last year of the pandemic, it's just, everything is drive-through, everything is drive-through, and and you know, you could
2: yeah, you, you could literally seems. go to a different
4: place every day. <laughs>
2: It is not any better because I remember, like, when we were, we were down there for New Year Comic Con, like, there's, like, a McDonald's on, like, almost every corner of oh, yeah. like. this like, I'm just I'm
4: like, just blaming Rochester for me being that. Oh, well,
2: <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of on the, uh, that's the, the fucked up shit that Paul's been going through. Um, I mean, I never, I wasn't, I mean, and the, the thing was, is I was never, like, Treated badly or anything, it was just that fucked up shit, and I'm just like, yeah, they I don't really want to stay there.
4: And I'm wondering, well, like, I like you know, I'm wondering, and especially in that situation, like my situation where, like, unemployment ended for a lot of people, where they're like, oh, you know, we got them by the balls. We can, you know, we could pay them whatever the fuck we want to pay them because, you know, it's that or well, public assistance, you know, it's that or...
2: Is, is like, I've been finding that places are being very, like what's the word I'm looking for? Very strict about who they hire. Like, so for example, like, um, target is, is target is fucked. So I I feel like you, you apply for target and then two seconds later, they reject your application. That's how hard it is to get. Like I've, I've heard of that. Mm -hmm. And when I was applying for jobs, like I tried and it was like, literally, it wasn't like literally two seconds later, but it was like maybe within 24 hours they were like, yeah, you're, we're not taking your application. I'm just like, okay you know it's that general one where they say like like oh well we went with we're moving forward with something else and i'm like well that's a little quick when you just put this up <laughs> but, so. and then you know i mean obviously there's some other ones that i that i did but at least those ones were like a and couple had, weeks and
4: you've had steady jobs but like you've had just you know you've had would blow, I, mean, I can understand a few few like joe schmo that had like you know 18 jobs in the past two years, yeah. but I mean, you've been steady. You're, you know, you, you and, and like, even if you think a person with a steady, well, and, uh,
2: and here's the thing, Chris, like when I can, so one thing I'm really good at is hiring people. So I can flip that because I know how people interview and interview in a really good way in person. But the problem is, is number one, if you do it over the phone, yeah, you're probably doing a good job, but at the same time, you know, you're not doing a face to face. And I feel like face to face is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Just because you can, you can convince somebody to hire you better if you're in person. Write this down, folks. Um, mm-hmm. if you're in front of somebody dressed up in a formal, you know, coming in in a formal setting, like you can get hired a lot easier than over the phone. I mean, I'll, I'll admit the full-time job I have now, I did it all over the phone. So it wasn't like, you know, like I didn't interview in person. So yeah, I, I can do it that way too, I guess. I mean, you know the one job I was applying, trying to apply for, and Mm -hmm. that didn't end up happening. But I I think that was because they probably found somebody internally, which happens a lot. Mm -hmm. And I don't, and that's fine. I get it. I understand. But you know, you know, it's it's one thing if like I go for an interview and you don't think I'm the right fit, but it's another thing if you just outright reject me without giving me an interview. Like, and then you're like two weeks later, you're trying to fill that position again. It's like it makes me laugh because I'm just like what am I supposed, you know, it's like, what do I do here? Cause like, you're not, you're not like, you're not even trying. Yeah. Like you're not even trying to interview. You're just like, fuck you and have a nice day. And that's the thing. Like, you know, it's basically coming down to where it's just fast food, you know, restaurants. And I, I I'm going to be honest with you, Chris, and I, I, I don't want to sound egotistical, but I bet you I could get any fast food general manager position. Like, whoa, man. I just don't want to do that.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't want to fucking do. That. I don't want. To, I don't want to work for a fast food restaurant. I don't want to work for like Dunkin' Donuts because I did that once and that was just terrible. <laughs> and I am, I am dead set on not ever doing that again because it was just. And I mean, it may have just been my location was busy at night, but it was just. It was just terrible. Yeah, and I'm not gonna do that again. It, it may, you know, I say that and it may end up coming to that, but you know, it, it's it's just you know well that's also, that's
4: like what I was thinking I was like the the funny thing is like that was the first place I thought of when I when someone like one night when the situation hit and they're like, oh well, you know why don't you get a job like part time somewhere? I'm like yeah, like Dunkin' Because like once again like if I work like eight to two to like if I work eight to two to, at dunkin Donuts those are the hours they're probably gonna need me the most in the morning you know and then you, at you two probably, o'clock I could fuck
2: you, off <laughs> well I mean so what time do you put your your what time do you put raven on the bus?
4: Uh she gets on the bus pretty much like you know, six fifty, 6.50, six fifty five, like you know, she gets on the bus, you know, that's
2: fine. Oh, okay. You could probably be at work at like seven thirty. So Yeah, that's
4: what I'm saying. Like I could push like I mean, I'm being a little lazy. I do I do wanna like I wanna sleep and then like after putting on her bus take a shower, get dressed. But I mean I could technically do that before I put her on the bus. But <laughs> I mean, that means now I'm getting up at like six o'clock in the morning. You know, and I I mean I could do it. It's not like impossible. It's just <laughs> I'm being a lazy prick. But yeah, I could be somewhere at 7.30.
2: I mean, I mean, that would work. I think that would work wonderfully, but, you know, but it's, it's, But I'm also
4: worried, like, okay, let's just say I, I, I do, you know, let's just say I go and I go, Dunkin' Donuts, uh, temper, and, you know, they, they would love someone who's just part-time because, you know, they, they want to give as few hours as, you know, like every fucking retail job. They want to do as few hours per person as they could. And I go, okay, I'll work, you know, 7.30 to 2. But once again, once 2 o'clock comes, and I still got like another half an hour or so before I gotta get home to pick up, get my daughter off the bus. Like if two o'clock comes and like my relief isn't there, I will walk the fuck out of the store. And that's the whole thing is I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna lose my job because you know if, if 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 you know Susie May who's supposed to fucking be there at two. And, uh, she gets, you know, oh, I can't, my kid is sick again or whatever, cause that, you know, I dealt with that shit in fucking retail all the time dealing with people I that. I didn't know
2: we were in the South, but continue. But
4: I was, but I was just saying is, you, you do, you, when you, when you work in retail, like when I worked in retail for a little while, you know, you get these people who they don't give a fuck about their job and, and will call out at the last minute, you know, and even though, like, you know, whatever, whatever the policy says, you know, call. Oh, I can't come in. And then, of course, you know, the big, the big easy one that everyone has is their kid is sick. That's the one fucking one that you can't like. You know, everything else, you know, they're full of shit. And once again, even saying your kid, is, your kid is sick doesn't mean they're just saying that. You know, and then they go, oh, your kid is sick, and you, you can't challenge them. You're like ah, you know, you can't say oh, well, doctors know it or whatever because that's against all types of HIPAA rules and shit. But you know, oh, my kid is sick. I can't come in. And now two o'clock. Now I got to go pick up my daughter, or no one's going to be there to to get her at the bus stop. I, and my and 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 like you know, I think like and don't be wrong. I think like at eleven, like you know, like me and my brother were not that we were latchkey kids, but you know, I think I, at eleven, I think me and my brother <laughs> had the keys to the apartment, and 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 because my mom got home from like work at like four thirty, so me and my brother got home from school around three, and then like you know, we were home alone for an hour and a half, and and I mean, I guess technically, like my daughter could have a key to the house, but you know, that I means she's sitting here by herself while I'm working. And she's an eleven-year-old girl, you know, who's, you know, hopefully will be in her right mind or whatever the case may be, and not do anything stupid. So, you know, I think, I mean, I, I mean, get a job, you know, I, I need, a, I need a hard out at two o'clock, like, you know, that. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the neighborhood
2: you live in, I, I can completely understand why you would want to be home when she's there, because I wouldn't want to do that either to my kids. So, I get that.
4: So. You know, it's, uh, I think just for, like I said, for the time being, you know, because once I get back to, right, back, once I get back to my old job, you know, then I'll be working from home and I can play with my schedule and I could do all types of, you know, and so, and this is the, this is like learning. This is, you know, and I'm learning about the options trading. I'm learning about Lyft. I'm learning about Uber, you know, shit, you know, I can, you yeah. <laughs> know. Right. i may continue doing this shit you know if i could <laughs> i may give you know shit give, i'll give fucking plasma on the weekends and make a you know, couple of you know 200 bucks oh, every geez. week
2: <laughs> Oh lord!
4: but uh you know i mean like i said i mean am i stressed yes i'm absolutely stressed but i'm not like you know the world's gonna fucking end you know because what's the what's you know my big my biggest bill right now is my rent and i've been i stand on top of my rent and if my you know if my landlord gets to rent late fuck them <laughs> you know what i'm saying like it's not it's not the end of the world if i don't take care of my bills as I, and i mean i been and you know these past couple of years and you know, i've been getting my credit in order like my credit is the best it's been my entire life but that's because you know now the you know my house my foreclosure has been taken care of and you know i have a you know my divorce was fucking 10 years ago and and all that shit so none of that shit affects me anymore you know yeah. and i've been and i've been trying to build up and i don't have you know i mean i have a kid and everything like that but you know that's my only uh responsibility because shit i don't i barely take care of myself somewhere you know
2: (laughs) yeah but well i mean i mean you have to you have to kind of you know i mean you you just need something temporary at the moment and honestly like even if it was a fast food thing just just to get you through until this you know ends up being back to where it is then that's what you got to do you know what i mean because Obviously, you want to work your job. I mean, it makes more money for you know, makes more money than a fast food restaurant. So, you know,
4: and I could sell my ass. You know, like I could you know start no. giving blowjobs and handjobs. jobs oh, my know, God, fifty Jesus. bucks a pop. <laughs> I mean, there's always that option.
2: my house. <laughs> I'm just to let know that right now.
4: Oh my there's, lord! There's always that? <laughs>
2: What? what? the hell?
4: <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess before the break, I mean, I'll just kind of quick fire some of the other shit I had on the, on my. You know, I did have the nine eleven anniversary. Just sort of, you know, comes and anniversary sounds like that's the wrong word, but
2: twenty you know, years,
4: twenty years, yeah. Just, it just blows my existence. mind that it's been,
2: yeah.
4: You know, and then you know, you got these young people god, that fucking just... old.
2: Oh my god. <laughs>
4: Yeah, and when you de- when you deal with someone they're like, night. "Oh, I was, I was born I was born, you know, August of 2001." Like people like, you know, they were like sucking on their mom's tit when 9/11 happened. Like you try to explain to I people like,
2: 17 when 9/11 happened, Jesus Christ." Yeah.
4: Yeah. And how, oh you know, God. different the world is since then and and yeah. and you know, and it's and it's weird. Like, you know, we've had fucking, you know, 9/11, <laughs> we've had a fucking pandemic, we've had uh you know the stock market crash we've had all types of crazy shit i mean you know we, we've been on the brink, the brink of
2: governments probably going to shut down here in a couple of weeks so the there, there's the brink of depression
4: that. we've been on the brink of depression for the past 10 years you know right. uh so you know uh, but 911 you know and and you know do take a moment to think about all the people who died that day and, and 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 as much as i bash this country and as much as i bash the president and all this other shit you know i you know i've i never felt more american than i did like that day because it's like they were looking to kill anybody that was american they were looking to hurt america and uh you know they you know i do kind of like you know that sinks into my heart especially you know being so close to the actual ground zero that you know anybody and you know so many people that i knew and i cared for worked in or in and around the towers and i mean like i said luckily nobody i knew was was killed or hurt but, you know, it's you know, the, they try to kill me, they try to kill my friends, they try to kill people and I knew and I loved. And so, you know, it, it, like, you know, I do feel, I do get that little twinge in my heart of like, you know, I'm American, um, you know, just from the fact that someone tried to kill me just because I was an American. I don't make it all about you. Um, okay, then what else I have? I have abortion in Texas. Uh... You know, I I love how like they're you know there's uh, yeah, I'm hearing and we'll just these are quick shots you know you know that they're fucking they, they're they're grasping at straws since you know Trump's not in the fucking White House and uh, to bring back abortion in Texas you know which is it's obviously a a, a religion based uh a thing and, and and for 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 you to impose your fucking religion on, on other people's fucking disgusting if if you don't like abortion don't get a fucking abortion you know muslims and jews uh don't believe in eating pork what if muslim what if for whatever reason the muslims and and jews had the power and said stores can't sell pork anymore store, you know, every store in the state of texas you can't have pork ribs anymore the fucking place would be burned down in a fucking week you know so you know letting your religious uh views dictate uh policy is, is fucking ridiculous and, and, you know, there's, I don't know if you heard, you know, there's places, there's, there's restaurants and bars in Texas now that are kicking people out for wearing masks. And, and, and it's fucking ridiculous. So it's like, oh, so, it's okay, it's okay to fucking say someone they can't have an abortion, but masks are the fucking problem. You know, it's, it's, it, this shit is on their fucking head over there. Okay. Um, new topic, uh, AEW. Everybody's been, you know, all these, and, and I follow a lot of wrestling sites and shit like that.
2: And and yeah,
4: you know, let me not, stretch. Not on purpose. <laughs> no, I said this is a quick fire, but you know everybody's oh, no, been it's not a
2: quick fire. If you're <laughs> gonna bring <shit> up.
4: Everybody's <laughs> been coming in their fucking pants for A.D.A.E.W. and you know it's what some rich, it's some rich Arab kids, some rich Arab kid who's like parents, who like father was fucking you know an oil baron or whatever, put a lot of money together and pretty much hired every wrestler from his childhood. And don't get me wrong. The, is he a fan? Yes, and it's good that he's seeing it as a fan, and 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 uh, you know he's kind of like I, I do. Kind of see that that kind of good part where they're not. He's not looking at it as a business. He's looking at it as as. But when you know that's gonna eventually come and bite him in the ass. And they're, he's hiring pretty much everybody that WWF has has taken for granted over the past couple of years. That that being CM Punk, that means Daniel Bryan, um, you know. But it's sort of like you know. I I never liked Daniel Bryan. That, Daniel Bryan is literally the reason I stopped watching WWE about six seven years ago. Oh, okay. uh, he, he's a he's a personality vacuum. Daniel Bryan's like fucking wallpaper. Uh, CM Punk's a whiny bitch. And uh, you know the only good thing CM Punk <laughs> ever did was, was his girl, his his wife or his girlfriend is fucking oh. hot. AJ Lee is fucking hot. So, but everyone's jizzing in their fucking well, pants.
2: Do he did do some Marvel comics, so you have to you have to give him that. He wrote yes. some Marvel comics, so you got to give him some credit for that. Yeah,
4: and and the rise of AEW also it just so happens to be coincidentally with like WWE the people and look at and I'm not gonna suck Vince's dick either, Vince. Vince McMahon is a horrible fucking person. You've heard nothing but horror stories. You've ever watched the fucking documentary Beyond the Mat, where like there was a guy, like his kid was just born, and like he said, I don't give a fuck, you're gonna work tonight anyway, and shit like that. You know, Vince McMahon is a horrible, evil scumbag, but Vince McMahon is the gold standard. WWE is the gold standard. And, and unfortunately, Vince has let Triple H, his son-in-law, the guy that's banging his daughter, and married to his daughter, okay, but still, you know, he's letting Triple H run it like it's his, well, and, and running NXT or whatever the 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 yeah, upstarts, yeah, 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 and 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 you know th- don't and so it's it, it WWE is making bad decisions whether AEW existed or not, <laughs> but AEW just happens to be on the rise while WWE is making a lot of bad decisions and and once and once again all these new guys in WWE they're all boring as fuck too. They're now well now it's ten thousand Daniel Bryan's the the whole WWE roster is Daniel Bryan's, you know and and so. Uh, you know, it's, it's just a bad time, but it's, you know, a lot of people have to understand that, you know, you wouldn't even like wrestling if it wasn't for Vince McMahon and his brand. Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon brought you all these people first. You know, yeah, okay, yeah, uh, this guy, he was in, uh, Ring of Honor, and he was in this, and he was in, uh, Total Nonstop Action, and all this other shit. Fine, yeah, but understand that Vince McMahon made these people house, name, household names. And, you know, you want to kick Vince while he's down, Fine, but you know, rest everything goes in cycles. Wrestling gets good for a while, then it starts sucking for a while, then it gets good for a while. So, well, I want to see all these bandwagon jumpers. I want to see them once AEW starts sucking and WWE starts making the right decisions again. Because watch, watch, watch so, how fucking fast these people are gonna jump on the bandwagon.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, okay. See, you shouldn't have brought this up because this is gonna be probably 30 minutes. So, this is your fault. Um, okay, so. First of all, I have been itching to do this on a podcast because, and personally, maybe me and, me and Chris, I'll probably go more in depth because I was going to try to actually propose to Chris that we should probably do just like a, a wrestling edition so I could bitch about it. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a lot I want to say. And I think that me and Chris could go on and on about <laughs> it. So, um, so, so where to start? Um, AEW is doing well. But they're not doing well because it's AEW. They're doing well because they have WWE wrestlers that are popular. Yeah. So, you you know, I, I hate when people sit there and they go, well, AEW has this wrestler and this wrestler. And I'm like, yeah, but where did that wrestler come from? Mm-hmm. WWE. So, and then, you know, it, it's like, so, I mean, okay, Chris Jericho, WWE wrestler. Uh, CM Punk, WWE wrestler. Uh, Daniel Bryan, WWE wrestler. Aleister Black, WWE wrestler. Do do you see the pattern here? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we're becoming another WCW here. And even Tony has said that he wants to be a WCW. By the way, you have a football team, Tony. How the fuck are you paying your goddamn football players (laughs) and paying these fucking wrestlers? I mean, I'm, I'm literally sitting here reading an article like a couple months back where it says that AEW is severely in debt because of the video game they're doing that hasn't even come out yet. And don't get me wrong, the video game looks good, but you're in debt, you're in severe debt over a fucking video game.
4: Yeah, because he's throwing daddy's money at it.
2: And meanwhile, while WWE is making bad decisions, and that is true, and I could, that's, again, I need to have a podcast so I can go, I can, I can bitch about that too. Um, it's, they're, they're actually, they're actually making a huge profit right now. Like, it's not even funny. They can get rid of whoever the fuck they want. And they're still making a fucking profit, Chris. Like, that's that's crazy to me. Yeah. Whereas you got AEW over here going, oh, look, we have CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. But by the way, I don't know how I'm paying for these wrestlers because I'm so severely in fucking debt. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, you know, it's to me, it's like people put AEW on this pedestal because it's doing something that, A, some, in some ways WWE isn't doing. But, B, it's the more mature wrestling thing. WWE is not the mature wrestling thing. It's for kids, too. So you can't, they can't just go, oh, by the way, we're going to have uh pizza cutters and cut some person up in a match and make them bleed everywhere. Like, that doesn't, no, that doesn't happen. And no, I don't like that anymore. <laughs> you know, like, when you talk about the gold standard, that, that's the gold standard, not doing that shit anymore. Yeah, it's going to happen from time to time, and it does in the WWE, but it doesn't have to happen every fucking match. Yeah, you know? to cut yeah. someone with a
4: pizza cutter thirty oh. seconds before they do a Pizza Hut commercial.
2: <laughs> it's like
4: tonight's sponsored by Pizza it's Hut, and I'm like, there was obviously a breakdown in out. communication when,
2: oh, when somebody's
4: God. cutting open a guy's forehead oh. with a pizza cutter, and then there's a fucking ad for Pizza Hut. We're going so stupid,
2: but yeah. Um, the women's division is shit in AEW, which everybody agrees with, and they need to do better. And I feel bad for for uh, Britt Baker because she's fucking she's fucking carrying that division right now, you know. Even though you brought in um, Ruby Soho is her name now; it was Ruby Riot before, but whatever. Um, I mean, you you don't have a really good women's division, and you're not using them appropriately. You're not using them as much as you should, and that's part of the problem, here, you know. Um, but you know, and, and then my favorite thing, and this will be the last thing I say, and I'll save <laughs> some more for whatever we do down the road. The one thing that, that really annoys me lately is you'll see Brian, Brian Alvarez on Twitter post up the ratings on Wednesday for, for AEW and then post Monday's ratings for Raw. And he's like, he's like, Oh, well, beat Raw. And I'm like, not really. It's two different nights. Do you not know how ratings work? Like, I, I remember I, Toonami adult swim. I know what I'm doing here. Like that's like saying, Oh, Toonami beat AEW, but guess what? Toonami's on Saturday night. So if they're not in competition with each other on the night, they're not beating each other. Is it doing better on Wednesday? Yes, because there's nothing else on Wednesday. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like people are tuning in, you know, now for example, uh, they have, uh, rampage on Saturday nights at 10 o'clock. And I mean, it's not really competing because it's after SmackDown ends, but at the same time, like, SmackDown is beating that every single time. Guess what? That is correct. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Same night, it's beating, it's beating Rampage. It is what it is. So, you know, it's, 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 some of the things are just really fucking annoying to me. And it's like, stop inflating this stuff. By the way, the one, the one thing that's, that really bothers me, that was uh, it's like a conspiracy theory out in the wrestling community and it and it's starting to look more and more like it might be true is you know they've been saying that Vince really owns AEW and he's just like a silent partner and he's just throwing people over there to make it more popular oh. um, dude when you when you get rid of Bray Wyatt the the guy that's making all of your money in t-shirt sales basically you kind of sit there and go huh oh, well, if he ends up in AEW, <laughs> maybe this shit is actually fucking for real. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, if this motherfucker secretly owns fucking AEW, I will fucking go, Vince, you are my master, I will do whatever the fuck you <laughs> That's want.
4: That's Illuminati shit, Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, Illuminati
2: shit, literally. And by the way, by the way, like, Triple H just had some kind of heart surgery, like, I hope that dude is okay, because... If we don't fucking have Triple H, when Vince dies, we're going to fucking WWE is going to fall apart.
4: Yeah. Because,
2: you know, that's the one thing that you always see. Like, when a wrestler leaves, they always think Triple H. Why do they always think Triple H? Because he does a good fucking job. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not saying Vince doesn't. I just think Vince sometimes comes off as, like, a fucking asshole. Or just doesn't, ignores these wrestlers, and it causes a lot of fucking pain. So, you know, but... Me and Chris will talk about this more down there. Yeah, because I want to go off on it and bitch about it. And by the way, there are problems with WWE. I'm just bitching about AEW because he brought it up.
4: Yeah, that's it. I said then these motherfuckers got to go and make it personal and have fucking Rosario Dawson on a fucking AEW. <laughs> it was at the at the Newark show, and yeah. and and you know, I mean, of course, you know, uh, you know. Doesn't she- she, with, Bar- she she she's with she's with Cory but she she does the whole. I was about to say, yeah, she she's uh she does that show the the Go Big show with well, uh with wild. with Co- so with Cody Rhodes. Hard. Yeah, doesn't say Cody Rhodes probably you know is you know they 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 probably speak. Casually and fun, and he's like, "Hey, you don't want to." And the whole thing is, it was at the Newark show because you know she's dating Corey Booker, or at least what we like to tell people is that she's dating Corey Booker. So like her and I don't get any heat like in the in the streets and stuff like that, so people don't get mad at me. So, so the 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 cover story is that she's dating Corey Booker. So when AEW was in Newark, New Jersey, uh, once again, yeah, with the uh, with Cody Rhodes, I'm pretty sure Cody Rhodes said, "Hey, you know." Come on down and have a fucking blast, you know, and she was wearing like his, she was wearing Cody Rhodes jacket. From what I understand, I, I didn't even know, I, I learned that from John Galbo, because John Galbo happens to be at that show and I'm like, what, what fucking shirt is, what, what jacket is she wearing? Like, oh, this Cody Rhodes shirt. I'm like, oh, okay. So she probably, you know, hanging out with Cody Rhodes on the Go Big Show. He probably said, come on down. I'll be a goof uh, there was a wrestler. What's the, what's the guy's name that she, that she jumped on his back, Demento um, or some shit like that. No,
2: it's, it's, I think it, I think his name, it, it was Aleister Black. Alistair Black. In, Alistair in Black yeah. It, yeah. The guy, yeah. Alistair Black, he's like, Oh,
4: someone's wearing the enemy's colors. And that would, he was referring to her wearing uh Cody Rose's shirt or jacket or whatever. And then, uh, then she goes and she jumps on his back and it was, you know, like, <laughs> said, yeah, that's, that's a girl from the lower east side. Um, and then, uh, then Cody Rhodes comes out of nowhere, comes running down, and you know, and then, uh, yeah, and I mean, just, you know, not even making it personal by bringing my girlfriend into this fucking thing, but you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm still not going to watch it, but you know, it, you know, it, it certainly got my attention when they brought my girlfriend into it. Um Okay, what else? What else we have here? Um Something that happened since the last episode that kind of came and went—the milk crate challenge. Um. Mm. And did you see? I made I made a milk crate video game. <laughs> I oh, made a milk crate challenge. And, no, no, no. Yeah, I uh, I've been messing around with this game. That I've been messing around with this program called Blender, and I've been doing a lot of shit with it. And there's a there's a, there's options for it to make a a video game. So I kind of made this video game. It, you know, I, I ain't gonna go anywhere with it, and and, and whatever is literally you know you can beat the game in two seconds. But uh, I, I put a video about it online. And, uh, but the milk crate challenge came and went and, you know, these people, cause, you know, when I grew up, you know, they had DJs and you know, the people that, you know, you would steal the milk crates from behind the school because, you know, the, the milk company comes and drops off the milk at the school and they would leave the, cr- the empty crates outside. So when the, when the truck driver comes, they could pick up the empty crates. But of course they never pick up, you know, you're supposed to pick up what you need and what you don't need or whatever. So. You know, all my brother's friends and stuff like that, all the the aspiring DJs back in the day, uh, used to steal the milk crates from, from outside, you know, in the school parking lot, you know, by the, by the, uh, you know, the, the, the walkway, not the, you know, whatever, where the, where the, where the trucks can pull up to, uh, the breeze port. And so, uh, uh, people were doing this fucking milk crate challenge, just damn near fucking almost killing themselves, uh, you know, walking across, uh, trying to, trying to walk, and a couple people, like, I've seen, like, two or three videos of people who actually finished it. But, you know, it's one of those deals, like, if you have, you have to fucking do it super fast. Um, but yeah, there were people fucking damaged themselves so in the emergency room. Uh, when there are no beds left in the emergency room because all the other geniuses haven't gotten vaxxed or, are dying. Oh, um, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, New York City got hit with fucking, like, ridiculous floods. Like, I saw videos of, like, the subway, st- subway stations filled with water, which has had gotta be nasty um you know parts of parts of the city where i had like you know up to eight feet of water and shit like that you know reminds me of like when when new york got hit by like hurricane sandy and shit so um you know i that's i wasn't there you know so i don't know exactly what would happen but i mean it looked crazy um only fans <laughs> in the time in the time that we had the show only fans said we were going to ban porn <laughs> and then fucking <laughs> they and the, then all the rats started jumping ship and they were like oh shit we can't do that or let's let's bring porn back because that was the whole reason anybody would have an only is so you can see naked pictures now and it's funny because the uh you know one of the the, the biggest star on only only fans right right now or at least was was the you know bad baby "The catch me outside how about that girl and um there are communities online that that <laughs> that you know Put her pictures, even though she puts them out on OnlyFans, you know, people share them on other sites, you know, they're not supposed to, but they do. And she's yet to put out like a topless, like a real topless photo. Like she puts out a bunch of pictures like with her, like covering her nipples and shit like that. I mean, there's like a couple of like side tit shots (laughs) that you can see where she's like, you know, she's done videos with the girls and they're fucking, you know, they're in their lingerie and shit like that so you can kind of see side nipple and the whole thing is that, I mean, you know, I mean she's not cute. She's got big tits, that's all. She's got no ass but she's one of those, you know, she's got giant tits and she fucking weighs 80 pounds so, you know, the tits look even bigger on her. Um... You know, cause as soon as she opens her mouth, you know, like, whatever attractiveness that she does have, which I don't find her that attractive, but as soon as she opens her fucking mouth, you're like, oh, you know, <laughs> does, the tits aren't, your tits couldn't be big enough for that fucking attitude. Um, but i you know, if someone says, hey, you want to see a picture of bad baby naked, <laughs> you want to see your tits, I'm like, absolutely. Um, and I guess this will, this will kind of bleed into our nerdy news after the break, but, um, the No Way Home, uh, was leaked about a day before. It was supposed to come out, and like, you know, Kevin Feige lost his fucking mind, and uh, the the person who, like, they purposely, like, have these, like, copies that have, like, the person's name on it, and that person got fired immediately, even though I believe they said that they they didn't leak it, but their name was on the thing, so you're responsible for, you know, you're responsible for the shit that has your name on it, it got leaked, so you got fired, but more on, we'll do talk more about No Way Home on, on the nerdy news, and then, uh, you know, I know you don't drink. You're not a big drinker. You're not mm-hmm. a. You're, you're you're not. You know, I mean, I enjoy the occasional alcoholic beverage. Um, but they are coming out with a hard Mountain Dew. Like you know, in the vein I of. So. Did White. we talk
2: about this? Part? Oh
4: no, we didn't talk about. it. Yeah, we t- t- talked on our Facebook. But the only thing that fucking sucks is that it's boasting uh, zero sugar, so it's gonna it's got to taste like it shit. Taste like shit. You know, like head... had. had I mean, I wish, okay, feel, you know, absolutely come out with a zero sugar option, but, you know, don't say all of them are going to be zero sugar because that that doesn't make me want to drink it because I will definitely try. I love Mountain Dew. I know and you certainly love Mountain Dew, you know, and, 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 and uh, oh, hard, oh. <laughs> you know, hard version, you know, the, uh, you know, alcoholic version, you know, and in the day and age, everybody, you know, fucking ever since White Claw, you know, Budweiser has a seltzer. Like everybody came out with their own like a version of seltzer, so I guess you know this was kind of inspired by White Claw, Mountain Dew, but once again, this is zero sugar. Oh, I don't know if I'm gonna give him my money. So I think uh, with that, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This episode of Two Strangers
3: One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc., Eleven Fifteen East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1.
0: Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah, uh, necrophilia. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't, don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject. No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this? <laughs> no one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history up. doll yeah, popping up absolutely. at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you, you know, couldn't see that. It's because your brains warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How be a did rough you one. watch this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Science.
3: Victory Championship Wrestling presents.
4: Lethal Leap Year, on sale now for $9.99. Don't miss a single body slam or epic moment. Witness the showdown between Big Smooth and Johnny Slaughter for the BCW Championship. Go to bcwaction.com for exclusive events, only found on bcwaction.com. And as an added bonus, the first 100 people to order this event will receive a free front row seat to the next event. And we're back. All right, Paul, right before this episode came out, let's do some nerdy news. It's been two months worth of nerdy news, and there's shit that I oh, forgot. <laughs> you know, and it's so funny because, you know, we. Uh, yes, the world is going to hell, but we are getting some incredible entertainment. Um as as the world burns, they're putting out some good movies. Uh, but like literally right before this episode, there was a whole article about George Lucas's wife uh, saying that she hated the new trilogy, saying because uh, George Lucas's wife, I believe, edited Star Wars or or or, or, or I don't I, I don't know the exact thing, but you know she was like he directed it and she edited the movies. Or she had a hand in the editing of the movies. So it's not like this is somebody who, um, you know, this was someone who was involved with the original product. You right. know, she helped put it out there, not to mention that she was married to George Lucas while these movies were being made. Um, you know, obviously George Lucas isn't going to badmouth these movies because they gave him $4.7 billion. <laughs> Disney gave $4.7 billion. You know, Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. And Abrams. And I think J.J. Abrams tried. He did at least try, but you know they, they gave him so many restrictions. You know, they, you know he knew he he knew this was going to be a soft reboot and 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 all this other shit. So J.J. Abrams did the best that he could with you know, but his hands were tied. And you know, and it's Kathleen Kennedy trying real fucking hard to you know make everything uh, politically correct and woke. And it's funny because you know I, I you know I. I you know, I try to be as open-minded and be left-leaning and, and and woke as I can be, but when you try too hard, it comes out. It, it, it you see it for what it is. And you know, when they're trying so hard to fucking push Ray and 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 push uh, Finn and 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 kind of have like this weird fucking agenda, and then giving Ryan Johnson the reins and let when Ryan Johnson fucking ruined the franchise. Um, you know, they were trying so hard to be. Uh, you know, the, and I hate to, you know, it's the right leaning guys that say, you know, you go woke, you go broke. And, uh, and that's how it feels. Like, you know, you turned your back on generations of fans who have loved, uh, this franchise, you know, uh, you know, I make the joke. I said, you know, the the people who make the movies, you know, who who bought a Chewbacca coffee mug last week, that's the person who should be directing the movie, because you know, there's people who kept the franchise alive for generations, but way before Disney decided to buy it. You know, the, the 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 franchise was was dying, and 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 you know, of course, yeah, okay, George Lucas did the prequels and in, in the early 2000s and shit like that, but you know, this was a dying franchise. And then Disney bought it, but then they try to like, they try to woke it up and it's sort of like, you know, you're trying too fucking hard and you should have, you should have taken into consideration, you know, she because the George Lucas's wife said, killing off Han Solo? Are you fucking kidding me? Killing off fucking uh, Luke Skywalker? Are you fucking kidding me? You know, killing him off early? You know, and then also, you know, by the time, and then they killed everybody that by the time they get to the last movie, fucking uh, C- Carrie Fisher was already dead. <laughs> and this was shit that fans were saying, you know, since day one. So, you know, it, it, and then once again, it's not like Marsha Lucas was some sort of, uh, hateful fanboy sitting in his basement. <laughs> he has some neckbeard incel. This is someone who was involved with the original product and was mad with what they did with it. You know, so, uh, so uh, I guess you know, those words stay where they, where they may. Um, okay, once again, news as of like an hour before this show came out. Uh, Elvira, the actress who plays Elvira. Who's like in like her 70s now? Still fucking hot. She's coming out with a book that comes out around Halloween, and she's also come out of the closet. Elvira's gay. I, who would who would have known? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, we love them big titties, and and she's been playing the Elvira character for what a good 40 years, you know. And it's funny when you when you see these old pictures because like Elvira and um, Pee Wee Herman and like two or three other people, and I think like Phil Hartman. And I want to say there's one or two other people. They all came from the same class of, um, the groundlings, which was like pretty much like anybody from Saturday Night Live in the 80s and 90s kind of came from the groundlings and stuff like that. But you know, but look at like Elvira was never on Saturday Night Live. PB Herman was never on Saturday Night Live. I mean, Phil Hartman was, but you know, these people who've made incredible careers for themselves in such, a, you know, and you know, they all kind of knew each other back in the day. Uh, but yeah, Elvira, you know, mistress of the dark. <laughs> Has, has come out as gay and she's you know i think she's been with her current partner for like 18 years or something like that so you know that that's good for her and and you know i guess all of us guys that were fucking you know fapping to her and stuff like that you know <laughs> you know you gotta just, give, give it up guys she's, she's she's uh playing for the other team uh okay what do we got here matrix revolutions the trailer for matrix revolutions here any any uh any theories for you
2: Um, I think it's just gonna be kind of the first Matrix, but a little bit different.
4: Yeah, I think, you know, the, 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 uh, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The rumors or the speculation so far is that this, that all these movies, including The End, which was supposed to be like you're waking up from the matrix was that it was a matrix within a matrix. <laughs> you know, there was always that theory running around and it, you kind of just didn't want to let like listen to people and say, no, it's not a matrix in the matrix. But I guess apparently, or, or at least if the, if the speculations believe it was a matrix in the matrix and this is a, you know, Neo has aged the way Keanu Reeves has aged and it is now the, you know, 20, 30 years past the events of the matrix. And like in this fantasy world, in their world, there is a version of the Matrix movie, the same way we saw. As you know, it's kind of playing with the playing with the idea that maybe we're all in a simulation, also. Ooh, and stimulated. so Yeah, we're yeah we're all in the, we're all in our own matrix right now. So, putting out a movie like The Matrix in a Matrix universe. So when like let's just say you have someone that's like, hey man, we're in the Matrix and we're all slaves to machines and yada yada. You, you, it, you can write it off and say, man, you watch too many fucking science fiction movies. <laughs> you know, when some guys on Joe Rogan saying, hey man, we're stuck in the Matrix. <laughs> you can say, no man, you're, you're a fucking crazy person. You know, you watch too many ma- movies. So it's supposed to be like, a-
2: stop watching Joe Rogan. <laughs> stop-, <laughs> listen
4: <to> Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> stop listening to Joe Rogan. We're not in a Matrix. But a- and it- w- yes, indeed, we are in a Matrix. But that's sort of the, that's the speculation going on right now. Um, there's the guy from, uh, Lovecraft Country. And he played uh, Black Manta in the, in the Aquaman movies, who looks like Morpheus, like he, like you know, he's wearing like Morpheus glasses and shit like that. Because if this movie follows the full canon, because they had that Matrix Online game uh, for all the years after the Matrix movies came out, in the Matrix Online game, uh, Morpheus dies or gets killed. So, people are saying that, you know, this is either, it's either, you know, it's a Morpheus in a new body, or quite possibly, you know, what if, you know, there's speculation, what if it's someone pretending to be Morpheus, you know, saying that he is, but obviously he isn't, you know, um, you know, what if, what if it is Morpheus, you know, I think there's going to be, I think they're going to leave it in a weird way where we'll, we'll never know the true answer, whether if it's truly Morpheus or someone just saying he's Morpheus, like, no, 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 it's really me, guys, but,
2: you know. No, it's really Chris (laughs) Clay.
4: Um, but, I mean, I'm interested. You know, it's coming out on HBO Max. So, I don't have, if I don't have to pay an extra dollar to go see it, I'll certainly watch it. You know, I, I loved, absolutely loved the first Matrix movie. I mean, you know, it's fucking groundbreaking. The next two, I was sort of, eh, you know, but, I mean, the, and I'll give it a shot. And now it's the, which, it's, it's just Lana Wachowski. You know, the, the two, at one time, they were brothers, the Wachowski brothers, uh, both transitioned into being women. Uh, and then it's funny, you know, you go back and rewatch, uh, the Matrix movies, and you're like, oh, you're in the Matrix. You're living in one bot in your, you know, in the fantasy world. How you see yourself, you look one way, but you're stuck in your regular human body. And you're like, ah, oh, there was this was an allegory for being like, you know, a man stuck in a woman's body, and so on and so forth. So, um, this is too much for me. At this <laughs> well, the whole th- and you know that's why everyone, all the all the people in the movies, like you know, like Keanu, like Keanu Reeves. I mean, you know he has soft features <laughs> and then Trinity on other side. you know, then you got Trinity who kind of looks like a dude also like, you know, like Trinity androgynous. That's the word I'm looking for, you know, like, like Keanu Reeves kind of has soft features. Carrie, uh, okay, whatever. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss, Trinity looks kind of butch a little, like it's sort of like, you kind of like, oh, okay, this was sort of an allegory for being trans, you know, li- how you see yourself, like they go, you know, your 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 residual self-image, how you see yourself. And, you know, you go into the Matrix, you see yourself as this cool fucking dude with glasses and a fucking trench coat and you got a million guns. When, you know, you really just fucking, you're this, this fucking guy who can't even open his eyes or move his arms and legs because they've atrophied because you're laying in a fucking pod. So, uh, it, it was sort of, you know, Matrix was sort of an allegory for trans. So I'm wondering what, if they're going to work that. I wonder if the sister... Because right now it's just one of them. They Both both of them didn't come back. It was just, just Lana Wachowski now. So I'm wondering what, you know, I'm... You know, now that you watch it and you see it with a different set of eyes, like, oh, okay. Um, okay. Transformers, the 1986 one. The good one. <laughs> uh, they're doing a, uh... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? What do they, what do they call those events when it's... Remastered? Uh, reboot? And I what, uh, when movie theaters have like a, a something event. Oh my god. Uh,
2: a Fathom event? Fathom,
4: yes, that's what it was. I think I've, 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 I, didn't put it in my notes, but yeah, they're having a Fathom event. Uh, the 26th and the 28th of this month, because this is the 35 year anniversary of the movie coming out. 35 years ago. 35 years ago, I was traumatized at the, at the age of 9 when Optimus Prime died. Um... <laughs> But actually, I didn't. I didn't see Transformers in the theater. I, I saw it on on VHS. I saw it like a year later. So I always talk about how I was traumatized, but I was traumatized. But you know, I've been to fucking family members' funerals where I didn't cry. <laughs> but when I saw fucking Optimus Prime die, I fucking cried like a little bitch. But then again, I was fucking nine or ten years old. Um, speaking of death, Norm McDonald, uh, passed away after a, a decade-long fight with uh cancer. Um. You know, eh, Norm McDonald's is an acquired taste. You either love yep. him or hate him. Yep. You know, uh, You know. I, I loved his movie Dirty Work. It's a, it's a very quotable movie, and it was back I... in the days when everybody from Saturday Night Live was gonna, in a movie. <laughs> like, you know, they gave everybody, you know, back in the day, everybody from Saturday Night Live got a, at least one movie. <laughs>
0: That's true. That is true.
4: And, and don't be wrong, Dirty Work is a stupid fucking movie, it is incredibly dumb. Uh, but rewatching it the other day, is like, it, it, it is fucking funny, you know, for the, for the, for the wrong reasons, you know, it's very, it's very inappropriate. And, uh, you know, I, I and I wouldn't say I'm not the biggest Norm Macdonald fan. I wasn't a big fan of that dry, like, Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. that's all I hear when he talks. Hey, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, and then, you know, he lost his job with Saturday Night Live because he kept making, uh, OJ Simpson jokes. And he was doing it all the time on on Weekend Update. And then I think someone who who was a big wig at Saturday Night Live was friends with O.J. Simpson, and they finally fired him because you know they were like you know could you, they told him to stop, and then he kept sneaking the jokes in. Because uh, you know whoever does the Weekend Update usually like the you know they're they're the writer they, they you know they write their you know they're they're the head writer for the show, and whoever's the head writer usually does the Weekend Update. So he would just put them in anyway, and you know and since it was, it was live or whatever. You know, it pissed off the wrong people and they, they fired him. So I said, you know, he finally made OJ Simpson laugh <laughs> by dying. Um, I just like I said before the break, there was the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Uh, showed us a little more, showed us, uh, well, we heard the Green Goblin. We saw the Green Goblin's bomb. You know, and I don't think, and I, I think they've confirmed that, um, that William, Willem Defoe is going to be in the movie. Um, but you know, so I don't you know I don't think I don't think they're they're, they're, they're doing a, a psych out. His,
2: well, they're keeping a lot of it quiet, but you know I find it so what's his name there that played the last Spider Man before Tom Holland. Andrew uh, Garfield. Andrew Garfield keeps saying he's not in it. Yeah. And then he said, Well fans are gonna be disappointed by what they see and I'm like, Well then if you weren't in it, how would you know what the movie's gonna be? Yeah. So it's like Okay, like
4: yeah, he doesn't want to cuz if he says if he says he's in it, that's going to spoil it, you know what I'm saying? And that's gonna, you know, he the same way they fired the person who leaked <laughs> the No Way Home trailer. You know, he can't say shit. So he's going to say I'm not in it for the time being. You know, I could give to shits. He's I I hate, I really it. Hope, <laughs> I hate it.
2: I don't even care if he's not in it. I really just hope Tobey McGuire's. That's all I care about. Yeah.
4: You you And, and I hope I
2: hope that like he does the whole like even if they're not like, I, I think what what Andrew's alluding to is maybe you don't see all three Spider Mans fighting these villains. But I, I think what'll happen is you'll see all three of them.
4: Yeah, you'll see somebody in that suit from those yeah. movies, <laughs> but it's not it's not Andrew Garfield. But it'll, right. it'll represent those movies
2: though. Right, and you may, and I think Toby McGuire's in it because he's being very he's being way too quiet about things, and I I'm just sitting here going. I think you're in it, and I think he's going – I mean, with Dr. Octopus being in it and them showing that, you're kind of just like, there's no way that you can't have told me McGuire in this. Oh, yeah. There's just no way. There's no way you can't do that. Like, if you don't, yeah, people are going to get disappointed in us for broken refunds. Like, you're going to get people pissed off, man.
4: And especially since Sam Raimi, the guy who directed those movies, is doing the next, you know, Dr. Strange movie, so – there's no way he's not in it but once you know just he's just keeping his mouth shut and then I actually saw the video of uh, I forgot the guy's name Charlie Cox the guy who plays uh, the Daredevil in the Marvel movie Marvel excuse me the Netflix shows Daredevil um even he he did a video he goes he goes i'm not going to say anything goes because i want to keep my job <laughs> like i like, he goes you know he said they may want to hire me in the future and i'm not going to jeopardize that so whether i'm in it or not i'm not okay. going to say a fucking thing
2: and then there's then there's like so what's his name from venom shows up in a picture with a, a spider-man no way home fucking with, hat.
4: A, cat, with a hat on yeah
2: I'm just like, are you fucking trolling people, or are you? Do you fucking have like? He's trolling are you in that too. He's trolling. So like, it's like, oh my god, you know, and actually, because
4: they want, because they want Spider Man in the Venom
2: movie. Oh, it, it'll happen. They it'll want
4: happen. that, so so I think he's smart enough to go. You know what? Let's have fun with people get me yeah. one of those hats because you're in Hollywood you Can get one of those fucking hats okay. and wear it just to sort of, you know, like, like when they, when they quote unquote released that leaked footage from the, from, for the, uh, for the Deadpool trailer when Yeah. The, yeah. Quote, well, yeah. Leaked. Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then, you know, so, you know, it's really funny they speaking of Spider-Man and now that we're talking, now we can kind of segue to, to Venom. I love the fact that since we've been gone, Venom has moved back and then up. Yeah. <laughs> it went from what was it? Like it was supposed to be, I think, either last weekend or this weekend it was supposed to play. And it got moved back into like October fifteenth, and then they saw how Shang Chi did, yeah. and they were like, Oh, well we're gonna move this up to October first, and I'm just like Okay. <laughs> and then then come to find out it's like a fucking ninety minute movie, and I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like, how is this like This movie is going to suck. Like, how how are you gonna do this movie in ninety minutes? Like, that just doesn't. Yeah. uh, I just don't see it. I I don't see it with Venom, but I could be wrong.
4: And the whole thing is that, like, I wasn't. I didn't really like Venom one, and and all it's gonna be is and when at the end, what was Venom one? He was him fighting another symbiote. You know, one gray, one black blob fighting a a gray blob, and now that's all that's gonna be with this one is gonna be Carnage. Gonna be a black blob fighting a fucking a red blob. You know, and as much as, you know, and, and don't be wrong, I love, you know, I think the casting of um Woody Harrelson as Carnage is fucking fantastic, but I don't think, I don't think they're going to do it justice. I don't think they're going to do it justice as as the the cartoons, as the cartoons, or the cartoons, the comic books have. Oh, that's, not,
2: that's not me messaging you, Chris, by the that. way.
4: No, that's, uh, what the, I put, I'm just worried if I put my phone on I'll, I'll forget. I'm, I'm what?
2: You're strippers. You're yeah, strippers. Scene.
4: Oh, I, I gotta go sell one of the people, my, my, my Johns, did oh sell my, my ass god. to. <laughs> oh
2: my god. You see, he's trying to make money while he's doing the podcast. What the fuck?
4: <laughs> uh, hey, you know, I got business. Um, see, so yeah, so I mean, I, I like the idea that Woody Harrelson's in it. I just, I don't think they're gonna do it justice. And I think, you know, at the end, it's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be a CGI mess at the end of uh, f- Carnage fighting Venom because they're the same thing, you know, like I said, a black blob versus a red blob. And you know, and I know they're they're pushing really hard to have Spider Man because they know Spider Man's gonna be, you know, Spider Man's gonna save is gonna save whatever the fuck they have. Like you know, even if it's fucking Tom Holland's in it for a second, or they might, or they might even cheat and say like, what if like with with No Way Home, like what if you know, what if there is a cheat? What if it is like, what if it is Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire as this that Spider Man, like that's connected to those universes and not this universe, you know? Which,
2: or you know, I mean. <laughs> Well, no, you can't do that because there's a Topher Grace venom. But, but let's not even go there.
4: Yeah. Um, well, people, people were trolling. People were t- trolling Topher Grace on, on on Twitter, and he you could tell he kind of he's a little bitter about it because like he starts he's, he he goes he goes I'm gonna tell you what happens in the movie, and he starts he tell he starts it like real serious, and this happens, this happens, and he goes you know then Aquaman shows up and all this other shit, and you could tell like he's mad because of all the shit that everyone's like yeah bring this back, bring that back. Nobody's saying bring Topher Grace back. <laughs> nope. Nobody wants that shit. So, yeah,
2: I mean, it'll be what it is. And so uh,
4: you know, uh, I was super excited about that. Um while staying on Marvel, the the What If shows have been playing on Disney Plus. Every episode's incredible. Like some are, obviously some are better than others, but um the one thing I noticed is that, like, every ep- okay, besides, the first episode was Captain Carter's, like, what if Agent Carter became Captain America instead of Captain America? And all that was was a retelling of Captain America, the, fir- the first Avenger, just with Haley Atwell's character, without, with Agent Carter. You know, they just swapped, you know. And that being said, besides that, all the other episodes have, have, had, had basically an ending, maybe not exactly at the end, it, like, meant fucking disaster for, like, the whole planet, at least. Like, they all kind of end on a on a down note, or at least, like... Because, like, even, like, um, what if Black Panther became Star-Lord? Okay, so Black Panther, he's a great guy, and he saves the world, and he saves the universe, and he talks Thanos out of snapping his fingers and all this shit. But then, uh, you see, at the end, uh, Ego, the living planet, Ego, whatever, meets up with Peter Quill... To find his son. Why? Because he wants to take over the universe and he needs the power of his son. You know, so, so, like, every episode kind of, well, spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched What If yet. Uh, but, you know, every episode, and then, you know, like, the, 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 the Doctor Strange one just straight up ends where, like, the Doctor Strange fights evil Doctor Strange and they fight each other to the fucking universe eats itself. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh shit. You know, so, uh, you know, all, every episode besides the, the Captain Carter one, the first one, has ended in a way that's sort of dark and, and like basically means like everybody's gonna die anyway. So it's like, you know, I guess they're saying like, it's good the way things are going in this universe, the, the main, you know, A universe, because if shit wasn't going that way, we're all fucked. Um, and then one of the characters, there's this character in the what if, they, we keep seeing like these, the, these tentacles and there's one episode with captain carter and it's it's a character called shuma gorath and it's basically like this big tentacled monster with a big eye and he he lives in the multiverse like i think like he he's the same character in every every universe like he, you know he goes through universes like make like nothing so i think they keep having him in what if cuz i think he's going to pop up in um uh doctor strange's um uh, multiverse of madness. Like, I think that's why they're giving us a taste of it now. So then you know, they don't have to explain, oh, there's this big fucking tentacled monster that lives in all the universes at once. <laughs> and, you know, when eats timelines like that. So, uh, you know, it, it seems more of a coincidence, more than a coincidence that he's already, that character's already been, I say he, but he, she, it, whatever, has already been in like two episodes or three episodes of what if, because I think they're just getting us ready for, for that character to be in, um, In, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Alright. Shang-Chi, staying on Marvel. Uh, I liked it. It wasn't bad. Everyone said how great it was, and it was good. The beginning was good. Is the ending that just left me like, like a lot of people complained about, um, the ending of, like, the first Avengers, because it's like, okay, it's the Avengers versus uh, an army of faceless, nameless monsters that you can kill indiscriminately. You know, and, and, and so, yeah. And that's, and what happens is in, in the end of, not, not really, without spoiling too much of Shang Chi, it's basically like now there's good monsters, <laughs> there's monsters on the good side, and there's monsters on the bad side, and it's just it's just CGI mo- CGI monsters fighting CGI monsters, you know, some are good, some are bad. We just got to keep you know keep try to keep track of you know the who's who's winning. And so like as much as I like Shang Chi, and as much as I love I love like the first two thirds of Shang Chi, you know, the third act it's sort of like you know it turns into fucking. You know, a, a bunch of fucking CGI characters fighting each other, and I didn't—I don't find that compelling, you know. Especially, you know, that you know these characters, you know, supposed to make us fall in love with the character. And okay, Shang-Chi, and I—I I feel for him. And you know, they finally revealed, you know, that yes, it was the Mandarin. This was the guy, you know, that was supposed to be in Iron Man three, and and they bring back, um, uh, what was his name? Oh my goodness, I want to say F. Murray Ray Abraham, but I know that's no Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley, uh, they bring him back as as uh the fake Mandarin as nigel and stuff like that and and like it turns out the man the the real mandarin has kept him like prisoner in his dungeon for years and shit like that for sort of impersonating him so i mean it's good like i said it's really good just the last the, the last act like you know the big fight at the end is just seeing cgi monsters fighting cgi monsters and i can't you know, I I can't you know even as much as it, basically. I, yeah I can't co-sign it as much as I love Marvel. I mean, come on, man, give us a little something, a little more, something to pull on my fucking heartstrings. But the first part and then you know Aquafina stole the movie. You know Aquafina. You know I mean she's cute and. You know, I, she, she has, she has a New York accent and, and, and I love that accent. She reminds me of a bunch of girls that I grew up with in in New York City, you know, that were like first generation Chinese where, you know, yes, their parents were like super strict, but you know, they spoke with an American accent and they kind of, you know, they, they, you know, it wasn't about you know, Chinese was sort of like, okay, there's a culture and they respected it, but, you know, they want to be American. You know, I want to wear fucking Nike sneakers and and I want to go to fucking McDonald's and, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not some fucking China doll. I'm not going to bind up my feet and wear a robe and fucking put my hair in a bun. You know, I'm here to fucking have fun and shit like that. And I and that's what Aquafina reminds me of. And so, um you know, and she's cute, you know, like, you know, she's she's cute and she's fun and she's funny. And so, you know, she she stole the movie because the guy the guy who plays Shang Chi he's a good actor. Don't get me wrong, but he's like he's like wallpaper, <laughs> you know. Like okay, it's almost you know like if if it wasn't for her, then the movie would have really sucked. So uh... okay, and I think oh my god shit, I got a bunch of shit.
2: <laughs> well, uh, let's, yeah, let's, let's end it.
4: Yeah, well, there you go. okay, we got He Man and the Masters of the Universe because I know the last time I spoke there was there was He Man. There was excuse me. There was just it was just Masters of the Universe. That on Netflix. That was the one that Kevin Smith was in charge of. And everyone lost their fucking mind because, like, He-Man... He doesn't die. Everyone says he dies. He-Man does not die. He gets sent to fucking another dimension. He gets sent, he gets sent to heaven, yeah, but it's not like he dies because he comes back. And then the whole show focuses on Tila and the other adventures. So now there's this new one, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, which is the proper name, which is, means this is the one that's, like like, through Hasbro and everything... And it looks like a fucking, it looks like Fortnite animation. Um, yeah, it's a kid shit. Yeah, it's definitely for kids. It and and if, if people who lost their shit over Revelations should be losing their shit over this because uh, Tila has uh, white hair and she's a witch, and they then like she was working for Evil Lynn. That they haven't, they don't even call Evil Lynn yet. That's Evelyn, and 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 uh, and then Duncan is like, and Duncan is supposed to be Tila's father. But in this show, they're just both teenagers, and Duncan's just a kid that works for not. And it, I've only watched the first episode, but like he's working for the bad guys. Like he's like a, he's like a naive kid that can kind of gets suckered for working for the bad guys when he's supposed to be Teal's dad and all this shit. So, I mean, all the people that are losing their fucking mind over uh, Masters of the Universe. Uh, you know, you you know, they're not losing their shit over He Man and the Masters of the Universe, but like you said, it was, it's a kiddie show; it's just, it's literally for kids. Um, okay, let me see. I saw Louis C.K. the other day at the Kodak Center. Once again, I bought these tickets way before <laughs> my unemployment ran out, and I couldn't even have I couldn't even scalp those if I wanted to because Louis C.K. didn't sell out the Kodak Center. So what am I gonna do? Ask for money for tickets for the show that you know you can go fucking go and buy tickets for the you know so uh Rick and Morty. Had their last episode, the end of season five, which, if you remember, um, they're supposed to have ten seasons, cartoon number, So, you know, spoilers, 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 they actually destroyed the Citadel of Ricks. And I think, you know, they, I felt like maybe they, they felt like they were getting painted into a corner by having, to, having the Citadel of Ricks stand in the background and shit like that. So they're like, fuck it. Well, the next second half of the show, Let's just get rid of that so it's not like this thing hanging over our heads that it could always kind of <laughs> come back to. So, um, they destroy this. I mean, they still have evil Morty. Um, but, uh, he kind of explains why he, you know, he's the evil Morty and shit like that. Um, you know, the whole season was pretty good of Rick and Morty. Uh,
2: was oh, it better than season four? Cause I haven't watched
4: it yet. Oh, no, oh, shit. My bad. I <laughs> know. So spoilers. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's really good. I mean, there's there, the, the funny thing is like, you know, they, they kind of goof on whether they should have, episodes that are, like, one-shots. Like, every episode should be separate, and then there's there's the, then there's then episodes that have to do with canon. And with canon, like, dealing with Bird Person, and dealing with the Citadel of Ricks, and all this other shit. And so, like, that's kind of like a joke. <coughs> Excuse me. This whole season was like, what do we do with canon, or what do we... Should we go back to, you know, in a Monster of the Week you episodes? Know, I gotta
2: catch some... up on that. I gotta catch up on some tsunami shows. It's, it's so a really bad.
4: Yeah, so what they do is they basically, you know, sorry for spoiling it, but they kind of blow up the Citadel Ricks, and so I guess so they can have, they could do the second ha- this, the next five years of the show that there's not they still contractually obligated to do, but they don't have to keep relying on that, they don't have you know, they can be free and, but, and, and get all that um, okay <clears throat> God of War, Ragnarok, they announced that game with Fat Thor <coughs> which, you know, reminds me of, you know, when they had Thor Fat in uh, Endgame um, they announced uh, Knights of the Old Republic the video game which back in the day was a Xbox exclusive, which now when they do the remake, the update, it's going to be a PlayStation exclusive so Xbox people can kiss my ass. Um, they announced a new Spider-Man video game, and this does have Miles Morales in it. It's not going to be multiplayer. As of, as of right now, there's not going to be a two-player game. It's still going to be a single player like the first Spider-Man. It does have Miles Morales in it, so I'm pretty sure... Uh, like in the first Spider-Man game, there's times where you go and you play Miles, or, or you'll play Mary Jane, or whatever. So I'm pretty sure you'll be you'll you'll be able to play Miles for like m- certain missions and shit like that. But it's not a two-player game where your buddy can join you. But of course, the big um the big reveal was that it's gonna have Venom in it, Venom who actually looks like Venom, and it's gonna be voiced by Candyman himself, Tony Todd, which is like fucking perfect casting uh, to have Tony Todd doing Venom. Um, comedian Jim Brewer, uh, he canceled a bunch of shows in Jersey because Jersey is requiring people to have, uh, proof of vaccination before they go into the theater. And he's like, I don't want, he was calling it discrimination. And, you know, and, and as much as I love Jim Brewer, and you know, Jim Brewer, he's a big pot guy, you know, he did that movie Half Baked and, and, you know, but for some reason he gets a little older and he gets fucking conservative and you know he's saying like he's literally canceling the shows cuz you know cuz he calls it discrimination no it's not discrimination it's it's people trying it's a public safety uh thing and if your fans want to see you they should get vaxxed and so but i guess his fans are so you know right leaning that he goes he's going to cancel the shows in jersey so you know and as i used to love jim brewer i took a picture with him I, I, I met him at a metallica show and i got a picture with him but like now i'm like mm, you know um what we do in shadows great show just telling everyone watch that show uh the guy who played omar and the wire is dead um uh, there's a show called teenage euthanasia <laughs> but it's not what you think and it's basically it's from the same people who did uh ugly americans there's sort of a goof. The whole story is sort of a goof on Anna and Nicole Smith, which is sort of weird. It's kind of like you goof on someone who's already dead, and it's about bringing uh, a gold digger back to life after she died. It's a weird, twisted kind of cartoon. I, I know the first episode came out the other day. I haven't watched it, but it seems interesting. Uh, saw Free Guy. Uh, Free Guy was fucking awesome. I liked Free Guy, uh, especially towards the end. I, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, there's a couple. There's, there's two or three real funny surprises towards the end of Free Guy and you know and and it's certainly worth watching just for those few surprises uh the suicide squad once again it's been so long since we've recorded the suicide squad came and went obviously a million times better than suicide squad um you know i dug it uh you know i I saw it in the theaters i actually went to the theaters to see it and i came home and then watched it on, on hbo max uh you know james gunn is a fucking genius uh you know that they're 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 and then they're using that movie to be a, a starting point that they're going to do with the John Sheen, John Cena show, the Peacemaker, that is also coming to um, also coming to uh, uh, HBO Max as a series. Uh, Joey Jordison, the drummer from Slip, one of the drummers from Slipknot died because Slipknot has three drummers. <laughs> Joey Jordison died. And then uh, I, like I said, I love. It, it's funny. All of these shows are are FX shows, and it's like FX. Then the next day they play them on Hulu yeah um, so they got uh, well you of course you have archer archer has been archer has been around for a while uh like i mentioned before what we do in shadows uh, i i fucking love that show so much um there's a show called reservation dogs and you think like there was that show by there was that movie by quentin tarantino years ago reservoir dogs and this one's called reservation dogs goofing on that name and uh, one of the executive producers is taika watiti and taika watiti he's from new zealand And he is one of the natives. His bloodline is, is native of the people of New Zealand. And so he faced a lot of discrimination growing up because his skin was dark and, you know, New Zealand was, was, uh, colonized later on by white people. So, um, even though he has native blood in him, he was sort of, he was treated like shit and kids, you know, cursed at him, beat him up in school and shit like that. So him and this other person, you know, he he executive produced, but it's a show called Reservation Dogs, and it's about American, Native, you know, Native Americans living on a reservation, and it's, it's really fucking funny, but it's also, like, a lot of heart, like, the episodes are, like, you know, for fucking pulling your heartstrings, and Taika Waititi is, like, you know, it's so good, and, and actually, Taika Waititi is also behind uh, what we do on Shadows, um, so Reservation Dogs, if you had a chance, I mean, I think it just, I literally just watched the last episode the other day, so you could, watch, you could binge the whole season on Hulu if you have Hulu. Um, I love it. And uh, my last thing is Why the Last Man, which was based on the comic, and I know years and years and years ago, a friend of mine lent me the comic. I don't think it's based on the comic at all, but it's based on the premise of what if, you know, we got hit with another plague and every man died. And, and, you know, what if every man died except one man? Why the last man? And, uh, it's a good show. It's a little too dramatic for me. I guess it's for the same, it's for the same people who liked, um, uh, 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 Handmaid's Tale. It's in that same vein. It's, it's you know, it's a drama. The only thing is that, like, at least Handmaid's Tale had characters that you liked. This show, there's not, like, there's not, like, like, not one redeemable character. Everyone in the show is a fucking piece of shit. And so, you know, I kinda like there's this there's this uh, Secret Service agent on the show which I kinda like, but you know, even even though I like her, she's a fucking low life piece of shit. And everyone on that show is a low life piece. So it's it's a real interesting show about, you know, a guy being the last person on earth the last male on earth run by women. And it and it doesn't uh you know, it doesn't get all political like that. Like, you know, it's not like everyone no not everyone's Puppy dogs and fucking unicorns and shit. <laughs> the world is still in peril. Uh, and it almost looks like a so it's like a post-apocalyptic kind of thing going on. And then, you know, with him being like he's the prize, you know, he's like, you know, he's and and I, and his character is the worst. I hate he's the biggest fucking pussy beta male co- cock <laughs> But uh, I'll save that for another day. Uh anything uh you got before we sign off? I'm just ready for bed. <laughs> right, sorry. Thank you for letting me get all that shit out. Um okay.
2: Uh I mean, I mean, you're going to get it all out because you're going to be doing that with men and women eventually.
4: (laughs) Gay for pay. Uh, so (laughs) that being said, uh, let's wrap this up.
2: That's, that's what, what she said
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, please visit twostrangers dot net and .com for all things show related uh, you can find links to our iTunes page if you have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod you can listen to us on iTunes if you don't have any of those, you have an Android device you can find us on the Stitcher app S T I T C H E R, the Stitcher app for Android devices where uh, pretty much where I listen to all my shows, I well once now I'm unemployed so well, what I'll probably be doing is when I'm driving uber and driving lyft and stuff like that i'll probably download episodes of podcasts and i can't listen to them with customers in the car because they'll say what the fuck are you listening to? Uh, but i generally put on listen later and available offline so you download them while you're at home and your wi-fi and then while you're out and about you don't have to kill your data you don't have to kill your battery you can listen to later on as you're running your errands or driving people around town or while you're donating blood at the donate while you're selling your plasma um you can listen to a podcast while you sit there for 45 minutes and pump your hand so you get all the blood, all the, the plasma out. Um, we want your money. We need your money. <laughs> and I still haven't set up a fucking Patreon yet, and I should have by now. But, uh, you can support the show by liking uh, liking our page on Facebook.com, Facebook.com slash Two Strangers of a Podcast. Like this episode, like the page, share this episode, share the page, do everything you can socially. It doesn't cost you a penny, uh, to do any of that on, uh, on Facebook. If you want to write to us, and I haven't checked the Gmails, but I'm going to check the Gmail now. You can write to us at two strangers, one podcast at gmail.com. All spelled out, two strangers, one podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to see if we have anything from Oscar. I haven't heard from Oscar in so long, and I don't see anything from Oscar. He's died again. So maybe he died in the pandemic. Uh, and this is all the sh- all these fucking, all our emails are just people, um, like, you know, oh so, you know, you know, get your podcast, a bigger audience or whatever. So uh enough about that. Okay, so we have um and then of course if you don't have iTunes or Stitcher, you can go right to the source to our SoundCloud. Just go to SoundCloud, search for Two Strangers Little Podcast. All the episodes are available uh for download and you can listen to the last uh four or five years. We've hit nine years of doing this podcast and of course sorry we take two months in between episodes, uh but we're still running strong. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll have some great stories when I get back from Comic Con uh, for the next podcast uh, if, you survive. <laughs> if, if I survive. And uh, once again, with uh, uh, you can find us on SoundCloud. Listen to it, and anything before SoundCloud, uh, anything before the episode you got on SoundCloud, you can listen to all the five years before that, all the nine years altogether on uh, YouTube. Just go on YouTube, search for Two Strangers One Podcast. Uh, you can find all our old episodes. You can find my audiobook, Odd I See It Tell from the Road. You can find music that I put out under the name XLNYC. And you can even see the pilot cartoon. I took a whole year during the pilot, you know, during this whole uh, pandemic. I took some time and I put together a cartoon just so I can, you know, hopefully you guys will like it and enjoy it and I'll get picked up or something. It's just going to get it in front of the right eyes. Uh, but you can, uh, check out. It's called Veil Corp, uh, V E I L C O R P. Corp, and that's on our YouTube page. Uh, Check everything out. And with that, I acquiesce before to you, sir.
2: Took you long enough. Um, (laughs) So you can find me, as usual, on the uh, Toonami Faithful podcast, uh, which is available everywhere, including Amazon Music now, which they asked me to be on there, so I guess that means something. Um, Mm -hmm. You can email me PaulPoskribble at com. You can find me on Twitter at PaulPoskribble And, uh, yeah that's that's about it
4: yeah okay uh so we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening had as much fun as we did recording thank you for listening to two strangers one podcast i'm chris i'm paul don't be a stranger peace We're out bye you should be fapping <laughs> it'll
3: be 50 dollars, please <laughs> <laughs> all right here we go man go ahead you want
1: right double here? jackpot what is it it is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris
3: Cologne? Sp- smells good to me. But- <laughs> 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 Look at her. I broke that fucking cold little here. He's
1: like, hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. in punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist Eric who is in a loveless relationship with a oh, materialistic I
3: feel you, Eric. Lynette I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh fucking are you sure I didn't write this <laughs> uh, I, sm- sounds hauntingly familiar
1: he starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively su- sorry creatively supportive woman Nadia
3: oh, I, I gotta meet her where's the Nadia there's your summer girlfriend summer Nadia is Nadia
1: Nadia.
3: Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, man. Look at her. Fucking she's impressed. I am. She got some summer reading. Uh, Christopher Cologne. Smells real lovely. With an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I
1: haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks.
3: Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like. Hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think it is?
1: I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon.
3: Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part.
1: Way to write, man.
3: He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody, know a literary agent, Welcome my motherfucker up. Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No. Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste. Chris Cologne. I get a, a whiff, if you will.
1: The book could also be ordered on www
3: Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Colon, man. It's the first book in his comic books, Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road. Should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Colon, like a motherfucker, and his book, Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. How is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it, and you could sell them fucking both chicks.